And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. Yep. Mojito. You're up next. Oh, I'm CJ. <laughs> and the Red Baron. Yeah, yeah we're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall's always showing off in front of his friends. Yeah. Well, you know, we put that name to a vote. That was a fan vote. It, it had like vote. seven votes. Yeah. Versus the, the 15 that voted. <laughs> The thing is, it doesn't really matter. That's what it would have been. Yeah. It's either that or Kenny Sunkiss. Which I wish won. That's what I voted for. I'd like to rehash the vote and just put the rat in the vote. (laughs) The rat. All right, if you want to take it to a vote again, I'll be the rat. (laughs) (laughs) And the rat. It's really grown on me. Can we call him Jason Worth the rat? No. (laughs) Now you're just souring a good nickname. You oh. called him a rat before we ever started. Sewer rat. Sewer okay, rat. fine. So we'll call him sewer rat. Yeah. Well, actually, I kind of look like him now. If I had, like, you don't brown look like hair. Him. Yeah. No. A little bit. You, you, you got to be, like, like, a foot taller and 30 pounds lighter. How tall is he? <laughs> he was a tall guy. Who thought about was? Jason tall. Worth. He was, like, 6'4". I think he was, than that. he was taller than right, that. He was taller than that. What's Wikipedia decide? He was, like, 7 foot 6'. Who was that 6'6"? Starting lineup. Oh, we're back, by the way. Yeah, we weren't here last week due to inclement weather. Kendall was very upset about it, but Mark and I didn't feel like risking our lives. Listen, I understand. I no, you didn't. You were, like, harping on it the whole time. Like, I just wanted to know. What if we all Skype in? You guys should sleep in my house. I didn't say that. You did. You offered us to sleep at your house. I didn't say that. I may have thought it. No, but... you, you know, you said it because once you realized there was a chance we weren't having a show, you started drinking it, too. And you were like, I'm going to get drunk now. I didn't even, well, I didn't drink that day, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not right away. I had one of those. Uh, Jason Worth is six foot five. You had one. I had one. And what else? That's it. I, did, I, did, I don't. I don't buy that. But the party uh, I had one on Saturday. Shelf. I don't know. I you guys at the party that you were <laughs> going to by yourself. Yeah, it was fun. Good time. I had. I had one of those and some uh, PBRs. <laughs> fine. Though. Some PBRs. Then? Some. I watched the, uh, one of the Pink Panther movies from the seventies. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so happy I didn't go. <laughs> well, I, we wouldn't have done that if people were there. <laughs> yeah, we would have watched the Pink Panther movie from the 2000s. <laughs> I watched that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Just on a kick? Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's see what Steve Martin's doing. I saw the movie in theaters. <laughs> Did you walk out? So, <laughs> no, but I didn't pay for it, so. Special guest, CJ. Welcome. 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 Guys. Welcome. Um, what are your sports teams? Uh, Dolphins, Knicks, and Yankees. Yikes. Weird bunch. Yeah, weird bunch, but... Yuck, yikes. yuck, yeah. You got a hockey team? <laughs> I, I don't follow hockey, but if I did, it would be the Rangers. No, you're Blackhawks fans. That works. The, the, <laughs> the, the, that Rangers team that I know is like the Chris Drury, like back in like the early 2000s, so I don't I don't follow hockey that much. Not them anymore. That's yeah. not who they are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone coming like, yeah, I was like a big Patrick Ewing Knicks fan. Like, <laughs> have you watched the game recently? Because big difference. Yeah, they're <laughs> not very good. They're, they're just as 
the, the starting G- lineup. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. The, G- the GM of the uh, Doolin just fell asleep at like the league meeting, like nice. NBA league meeting. I was like, this is why we're bad. Like uh, <laughs> our general manager's falling asleep. Have a cup of coffee, why yeah. don't you? Put some effort into it. <laughs> See, Kittle's showing off over there with his like one-liners. Yeah. Have a cup of coffee, why don't you? I thought I'm always <laughs> like this. Am I not? You're <laughs> not really. You're not funny. Oh. That's a, that's a bummer. I mean, we're like 150 shows in. <laughs> <laughs> you're just finding out. <laughs> it's like when they told me I couldn't sing. Like, oh, you're tone deaf. I was like, God. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. singing around. Starting lineup, Souls. Oh, sorry. Mojito. Mojito is drinking Super Duper Double Citro. It's what I had in the fridge. Oh, who makes it, Kyle? They know. I've said it a hundred times. And last New week. listeners. All right. It's Maybe CJ's never had that beer. I have not. It's from Thomas Hooker Brewery. Where are they from? I don't know. How do you not know yet? <laughs> How do you fucking not know Bloomfield, yet? Connecticut. <laughs> Boomfield. I said bloom. Boomin. I kind of like Boomfield more. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, you didn't close the fridge door. Could you please go do that? Yeah, I just realized that. Mock was in there last. I don't think that's true. That's not true. That's why there's a draft. That's not even how fridges work. No, there's a draft because it's the only plausible way to get collegiate athletes into professional sports. <laughs> so you handle that's humor. That's funny. Right? He achieved it. Machine. I have from Pipeworks Brewing in Chicago the Lizard King Mosaic Hopped Pale Ale. It's not very good. <laughs> Love the can. Yeah. yeah, good looking can. They make good artwork. Except for the Pilsner that they make. There's like a naked mermaid on it, but it's a man. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, so far I'm in. <laughs> CJ, what are you drinking? I'm drinking? Very colorful over there. Oh, yeah. A little, little yellow and pink. Kind of caught my eye. Got the dogfish head. Got the American Beauty Hazy Ripple IPA. Ripple. 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 You? From Still Hill Brewery in Gross. Rocky Hill, Connecticut. <laughs> Mugger Joe. Never had any of their products. <laughs> it was in the fridge. We'll give you a shot. That's not true. You've had like six of coffee one time. Yeah, there's your cup of coffee. Yeah. It's a double coffee step. Can you, your bad joke came full. Conditioned with coffee beans. Oh, oh my God. You know, Rebecca over here. I know. There's as, coffee involved? As the person in this, in, in this group that uh, deems themselves the beer master, the, the person who knows the most about beer. Um, That's not true. Yes, you, he said it several times. He's like, I could outdrink you. That means he knows more about beer than us. That's not So what does it mean? What do you mean you condition with coffee beans? I assume that you throw it at the beer until it gets tough. <laughs> until it gets tough. No, I don't know what that means. No, all right. Well, you should do more homework for your expert. I'm not a beer expert. He said it several times. You guys have heard him, right? Didn't you guys hear that? Didn't he say, like, hey, guys, I got a promotion. I'm a rat. I know everything there is to know about beer. I'm a big shot now. So I'm yeah. texting the second line. Yeah, I'm a rat. I'm a real douche now that I got this promotion. Uh, I'm drinking from the Bourbon County Collection, the 2019 edition. Uh, the um, Brand Mon Cherry Stout. Ooh! Let's see. He gets it. It's a stout aged in bourbon barrels with cherries, granola, oats, brown sugar, and 100% natural flavor added. They teamed up with uh, Quaker to make From <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> that one tickled Kyle over there. He got a good, uh, he's got a good Mexican-like... Home Depot laugh going with the mustache because <laughs> Home Depot laugh. Well, because from over here there's like a, a shadow from the microphone, like right over his lips, so his mustache looks darker. <laughs> so he looks extremely Mexican right now. See, sí, senor. <laughs> Hence mojito. Gilberto mojito. Hombre. <laughs> Toast of excellence. Machine. Do you have one? I do. I have several. Um, mine is going to Steven Stratzberg. Got it right. Yeah, that's it. But uh, I got it right. What's that? 
trash book from our free agency oh. thing. Yeah, you got one right, by the way. You and I are leading. We, we both have one right. You got Cole Hamels. What the, what, did I? Yeah, just to be a dick. It actually <laughs> happened. Hamlets to the... Hey, he looks like a brave, Kyle. Cole Hamlets <laughs> 35. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Stratsburg, I believe, signed the biggest contract to date. For now. For now, yes. Till <laughs> the Yankees give Garrett Cole $700 billion. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But, you know, good on him. Stayed, stayed with the hometown squad. I like it. Go Steve. <laughs> I mean, and, and, back anyone Steve. else? <laughs> Soul, uh Mine's a Carmelo Anthony no. for signing. God, Jeff Martin. What? He signed a. He's, he's a Jeff Martin wannabe. I can't just say it because they always want to interrupt me. Right, go get your cowboy boots and then we'll let you say it. Nope. No, go ahead. It's just a Carmelo Anthony. It's a, they all know. <laughs> 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 Jesus. <laughs> I guess Kendall doesn't like Mellow. Oh, Barkley towards ACL. Kyle, that's not even funny. Kyle, why is it mellow? Because you just signed a, uh, a... Fuck. You made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> a fully guaranteed contract. Yes, there we go. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> that was really odd. <laughs> Didn't care for it. So, CJ, you've seen how things work. Uh, you care to... Uh... Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll dabble. So, uh, my toast to excellence... I'm going to go to Vince Carter. He put uh, one of the Charlotte Hornets in a little spin cycle. Did a little pump fake, spin, came back, stepped back for the three. Got back to the free throw line. He was pretty shocked himself, but shout out to the ancient, ageless wonder, you know. Still got it. Well, it makes the all-star team. <laughs> cool. Might just courtesy. Cool. Courtesy vote. I mean, they, didn't they do that for, like, Dirk and Wayne Yeah, they did. Yeah. Just kind of throw him out there. There's a lot of talk of how, like, you shouldn't even be playing, like, give a new guy a roster spot. But, you know, he's go hey, as long as you can, man. Yeah, like, if you cares? could still ball, let's let's see it. They're, that's I think that, like, one of the youngest teams in the league, but they still have Vince Carter, so that just shows how young the Hawks are, so. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a bunch of 18-year-olds and a 57-year-old. <laughs> yeah, Trey, Trey Young's not happy right now. He's balling, though, fifth in the league in scoring. He's not happy about the winning right now. Yeah, Paul, your toast? No, Kendall's next. Oh, Kendall. Did you guys catch that uh, Ravens-Bills game in the heads-up play when the uh, printout paper of the, the play, play sheet? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was very funny. That was good heads. That was the most important thing you could have done. Ran over to that and grabbed that play sheet and quick study. Quick. Probably thought it was Last a food second. menu. There was also, the, time, there was also the, the point in the game where the Bills were trying to take a snap offensively in the red zone and there was a, a, a one of the Ravens was just like on their side of the field. <laughs> and then the, the caption everybody posted was like, everyone's done this in Madden. <laughs> like when you're starting to get frustrated and you just got to hit the quarterback, take the penalty. I would have missed the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he would have. I can't tackle in that game. You can't complete passes either. I, I, I could do that. To the other team? Only once a game. In the last two minutes on the, the game winning drive. <laughs> Ballless until then. I have, uh, I have two. One is not traditional sports related, but uh, one is to uh, Kevin Nash and the rest of the NWO for being elected into the WWE Hall of Fame. Come on, Mike. You have Kevin Nash sucks. Uh, the guy's the guy's honestly probably the best WWE superstar of all time. Even you don't believe. That. Shawn Michaels couldn't lace his boots. <laughs> not on my mouth. Rushmore. Of. He's on my Mount Rushmore of people named Diesel. 
Kevin Nash is the worst. Okay. Him, <laughs> it's, it's him. He can't wait to break Rebecca's llama thing. You mean her pants? No. You're going to break her pants? It's Kendall's job, you gross person. The other thing. And then my real pulls one. pulls up a picture of that stupid fuck. My real one is uh, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a big Jurassic Park guy. Like dinosaurs. So uh, Alexander Johnson from the Denver Broncos, his sack, uh, not sack celebration, but like his like big tackle whatever celebration is he like gets he gets up and he's like squatting down and he does like this like dinosaur thing where he roars at the guy that he tackled and they asked him why he does that and he says cuz people everyone likes to call themselves the goat and I'm the dinosaur and dinosaurs eat goats. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny cuz I'd never heard of this guy before I saw that. So I was just like that's even better that it's somebody you don't know. But it's just very funny to watch him do it. Oh, and he got cut. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> thought someone would have laughed at that. Thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh we're cracking been kind to me the last few years. I'm not going to join in because I don't want to take like a long chug of this. I need to savor this. Quick. Oh, no. All right. We're going to do a sip <laughs> of silence as well for Pete Freitz. Anybody else see that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pete Freitz passed away. Do you know who that is, Kendall? I don't think I do. Yeah. He was a college baseball player that got diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, so, an athlete. He's a Red Sox fan. I'm pretty sure he got carted onto the field for the World Series. They had him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was all he's the he's credited with being like one of the main people who create who created the uh, ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh. And uh, we lost him today. So Sip of Silence to Pete Freitz. Oh my. That's the first of its kind, right? Or? No, not the first of its kind. Mark, you feel like driving tonight? I could. 22.3%. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> All right, so you guys can kind of, like, talk. Uh, Kyle, why don't you do the, the music thing that Kendall loves to do real quick? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We're going to queue it up. I got to run to the car, so. Uh, so we're going to do our... Uh, Watch out for that puddle. Our NFL uh, week recap. Let me tell you something. I'm not good at this, but we're going to try it. Kyle, this you're, is, this you're getting better. This is I did it my, once. <laughs> my highlights of the show. <laughs> You know, we played so often, you think it'd just be like a top thing on, on YouTube, but nope, I guess yeah, not. Yeah, no, you'd think the game would be on the big screen. All right, too. hold on, guys. <laughs> I got you. Got some fantasy implications here. Throw a touchdown right now. Okay, you got, you got the stuff uh, queued up? Uh, Yeah. Where's the Thursday night game? <laughs> uh, Bears, Cowboys. Why isn't it on here? Oh, that's why. You're looking at next week's game. Number one at December 8th to cock. <laughs> Are you ready? No, let me get to December 5th. Uh, what do you like out of the newspaper? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me page back a second. Oh, no, an ad, an ad. Ignore it. Unlike ignore it. Oh, doesn't take God. up any space. Unbelievable. Not being paid for that. This is pretty much why Kendall won't make it in radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio! I didn't know we were starting. You didn't tell me yet. All right, okay. All right no, whatever. We do this every week. Hold on. <laughs> Should be paying attention. Oh, <sighs> hold on. All right, you ready now? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, here we go. Thursday night. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys went to Chicago to lose again. Jason Garrett fired? Not yet. Stay tuned, folks. Then on the Sunday, the Atlanta Falcons played the Carolina Panthers for 
Panthers sucked. Ron Rivera, first game absent after the firing. Didn't go so well. Falcons win 40-20. Possibly game of the week. Ravens played the Bills in Buffalo. Ravens played well enough to beat the Bills. Not great, though. Ravens win 24-17. Bengals-Browns. This game doesn't really mean anything, but Odell wants out. Shocker. Fake news. Fake news. Not fake news. It's fake. Browns win 27-19. Packers skins. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look great. So Packers win ugly. 2015. Broncos Texans. Buzz Lightyear takes down the Texans 38-24. Drew Locke. Three touchdowns early. Enough to hold off the Houston Texans. No injustice. Vikings Lions. Vikings play their football. Lions don't have a quarterback. Vikings win 27. Game of the year. 49ers Saints. Saints took the late lead to make it 46. What was it? 46-45? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> 49ers marched right down the field to kick the game-winning field goal. 53 seconds. Kittle on that one. Kitt- Kittle made one of the best plays of the year. Oh, excuse on me, the you guys face mask, 10 actually. What? No, go ahead. I thought you were trying to buy some time. Dolphins, <laughs> Jets. Dolphins kicking, couldn't get it done. Fell short, 22-21. Colts, Buccaneers. Mike Evans catches a 61-yard touchdown. Out for a year. Colts try whatever they can to keep up with the Bucks. Couldn't do it. Fell short, 38-35. On to the 4 o'clock game. Chargers, Jags. Minshew Magic over? <laughs> Phillip Rivers and company takes care of the Jags, 45-10. Chiefs-Pats. Chat- Pats get cheated? Maybe. Chats? <laughs> they were cheating in Cincinnati. The Chattanooga Patriots. <laughs> Chiefs' luggage didn't arrive there on time, but they got it done. 23-16. Titans-Raiders. Tannehill keeps winning. Earning himself that contract. Raiders blown out again. Move 42-21. And Arizona. Pittsburgh defense comes away with three turnovers. Beat the Cardinals 23-17. What voice is this? I, I love that he just jumps into like a Boston accent. <laughs> Sunday night. Rams, Seahawks. Russell Wilson doesn't find his magic. Jared Goff lights the Seahawks up once again. Won mm. 28-12. No. Monday night, Giants-Eagles. Eli's back. Let's see what happens from there. There we go. There's your recap. Your baby voice. There's your recap. Okay, first of all, Jared Goff didn't light up the, the Seattle. Seattle just No, Seattle sucked, and the Rams' defense played really good. Jared Goff threw two picks, and one was fucking terrible. Jared Goff just continuously looks like a digressing quarterback. Hey. Looks better than Russell Wilson. Way overpaid. Oh, yeah. He blows chunks of asshole. Looks better than Wilson. And Hodges. Yeah, whatever. Chuck Hodges is going to be riding the pine pony next year. Yeah. And for the rest of his life. Maybe. Probably. We'll see what happens. We don't need to see. Panthers might give him a contract. What? You think he gets girls for that uh, duck calling, being a, being a pro at it? 
Not the right girls. Maybe not. But you get some type of girls. <laughs> and that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, you might not get girls the long ones, but you'll get the, the round ones. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to elaborate on that a little bit? Nah, no. I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few people know what that means. You know what would be really cool is if Saquon Barkley throw a pick six to Elshon Jeffrey. All that would How pretty would much happen? suck. <laughs> throw it deep. No, don't throw it to him. He's the last person. That's a point. All right. But, uh, yeah. We're what here. what We're do you back. got for me, Red Baron? What do I got for you? I got a whole lot of nothing. Kyle, we got to see how it's going at halftime. You might have to go in and auto put in Mixon. Uh, no. <laughs> he wouldn't have noticed. I would have, Kyle. I was watching it all day. Because I thought that he played him. <laughs> he should have. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Why should I have? No, I'm just saying. I'm not sure. This is coming from the same guy who was like mad that, can you believe that Ty fucking played, or that Chris played Winston, they played Mahomes over Winston? I said that he would do that. Break his femur. Well, Ma, congratulations on the playoffs. You know what, Kyle? Come back. You're, you're, you're a real ass for that. Because no one ever wishes injuries on Steelers. Yeah, you do. That's false. That's I do. false. I do it. I'm going to say I don't. I do it. I don't wish injuries on anybody. You get excited when Ben ah, hold had nice. Tommy John. That's not true. Yeah, he did. Because you thought he was overrated, just like my Uncle Eddie. <laughs> he was overrated? <laughs> I like the nice Uncle Eddie jab in there. Uh, <laughs> work one of those ones. I never thought Ben was overrated. I think he's... Who's feeling like doing it around the horn? Off, but I'm in. Anybody feel like doing it around the horn? Yeah, let's do it around the horn. I'm, I'm not sure what that is, but I'll it's, Everybody takes a drink. Are, are you afraid of germs? No. Okay. Not a germaphobe. Nah, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll take the cups, because Mock's a germaphobe. Dude, we make out anyway. No, but here's the thing. You guys all saw what happened in Pittsburgh. Massey spit into that bottle. Open mouth. Dude, he's not here. I know. He's off but, the show. But even still. Is Rebecca going to be joining us? It's scarred, yeah. Yeah, she did. It was gross. <laughs> it was pretty gross. I would really yeah. appreciate it if nobody would look over at what I pour, so you guys can just talk amongst yourselves. I won't. Right. I will not. Well, I mean, is there anything you wanted to talk about week uh, this week, past week in NFL? Or it was week 14. What week are we in? 14? Anything that stood out to you guys that you wanted to talk about? Oh, my. Uh, I think Kittle made the play of the year. I think that was really cool. Yeah, that was a big play right there. It, even with the face mask, he got an extra, like, 10 yards. Carried three guys. Yeah. Three guys. <laughs> He's a national treasure. Made that kick so much easier for yeah. Robbie Gold, you know. It's too bad. So, so Jeff, he's one of our, our show members who's been absent for a while, but he's a big Saints fan. So I, I always, when something bad happens, I always want him to be you know around it to hear what he has to say. But no, I just want him to feel the pain. What, what pain? Like missing the Super Bowl due to a really blown call? Yeah. What pain do you have, Kyle? What pain do you have as a Steelers fan? Please enlighten me, Tebow. Yeah, I just want him to feel pain. Because Jeff likes to rub it in. All right, just pass these around for me, CJ. I'm gonna keep it wrong or right. It is true. Jeff Jeff likes to be the uh, salt in the wound guy. <laughs> then takes a real person when you do it back. That's not true. Jeff and I Jeff and I get into some pretty pretty good things back and forth. You can take it. Rebecca, can you give that to your husband? Rebecca also has one. Rebecca, give that to yourself. Is this mountain medicine? <laughs> Anybody feel like taking a whiff? I would. Oh no! I don't know what this oh. retailed for, but the guy gave it. To the, he gave me the seven fifty of it for two dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a joke, right? Nah. It's discontinued, so you can sell it for whatever. Glass bottle. Oh, wow. The glass costs $2. (laughs) He's losing money here. (laughs) Well, they pulled the bottle out of the ocean. It's vodka. It's vodka. (laughs) 
Can we know what it is? It's called Ivanovich. Rubbing alcohol. It's what? Ivanovich vodka, but it's a flavor. Is it water? So if you guys all wish to, uh, uh, what do you what do you say, Mock Nostril? No. What is it? I, I say that I should have skyped in. <laughs> <laughs> Mazel tov. That's throw. Why'd you make it six syllables, Rebecca? What I do? Oh, I guess we're just going for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just hit it. It's not really that bad. Yeah, you just gotta plug your nose and get taste. No, it's not that bad at all. It doesn't taste like anything. Hmm? No. It tastes like basement a little bit. <laughs> Getting an almond flavor. Is that what you got? Almond? I don't know. A little minty. So come on, Rebecca. Just keep the whole thing back. It's not that bad. It's really not that bad. It's, it's, pro- it's, it's, it's probably the 30 years of aging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how dusty is this bottle? Uh, not anymore, but it took six baby wipes to get it all off. <laughs> <laughs> not great. Not great. Ivanovich, tobacco flavored vodka. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Typically, that's why I like it. You know, it's funny. I was trying to pinpoint the smell, and I was like, "This is so familiar." Like, Something been ashing in this. It smells like a humidor. Oh. Who wants that? Nobody. That's why it was nine ninety nine. It was. It was nine ninety nine. I can't get the other sticker off. He but here's the thing. Down. Here's the thing. Even in like, the, there was a marketing meeting at one time, and they're like, "All right, I got an idea." There's smoked salmon flavored vodka out there, oh, but nasty. but that's got a market. Locks have it for breakfast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess. Who was like, all right, we're gonna make a tobacco? Flavor. I think they're thinking like, you know, so well, this, this went from twenty nine ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine to nine ninety nine to two dollars. <laughs> I was like, I I saw it and I was like, oh, this is disgusting. I was like, because this guy has he's the favor store. It's what we call it. So anytime you need to make a make a placement on the product, you just go to him. Hey, bud, I just need you to take a bottle of this. Yeah, whatever, just send it. And then he just throws it on this like shelf of shit that he's got, <laughs> and he's got a sign on it. It says shelf of shit, thirty percent off, no price tags. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so I pulled I pulled this out and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I want this now." He goes, he looks at it. He goes, ten dollars. That's too much." Like, what do you got in cash in your wallet? And I was like, two dollars." He goes, "Sounds good." <laughs> oh my god! I'll take it. It's funny now that he says tobacco. I, I I got it. It was the world's first tobacco flavored vodka. I could see that. Is it the only? <laughs> I would say no. probably the only. I'm gonna say something mean, but I'm not gonna say it. Oh, say, go ahead, say Kyle. It. Down the open now. What? You're going to say something about him stopping dip? And say, do you miss it? That's not mean. Yes, he misses it. Stupid question. He wakes up drooling. (laughs) (laughs) He has to do sunflower seeds because of what it did to him. Eat him a lot. His salt intake is through the roof. That hurts more. Mark, you think if you stopped eating sunflower seeds, you would just drop some like salt, like retention weight? I'm not asking to be a dick. I'm just saying I drink enough water to offset it. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I drink a lot of water. I gotta go for a Cheyenne right now. (laughs) I feel like you ate one. Kendall, you know what this would be really good in? What? Bloody Mary. Yeah? Tobacco flavor. I mean, I can see it. You can ash your cigar in it. And then just... Like explode or buy a game, just kind of rest it. <laughs> and make Dunk it. it. <laughs> All right, Dunk Kyle, it. you said that you came up with the agenda for today's show and that you were taking over as host, so go ahead. Did not say the second part. And the, th- the third part of that is we have to go what we said last week, last time we were here. The bracket. Yeah, I forgot the bracket. I can make it on a piece of paper, though. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Picked up a little of that. <laughs> like a door creaking open. Oh, it's not in the journal? What? It's not in that journal? The bracket? Sorry, no. that flavor really sits in the mouth. Yeah, it does. 
Damn, a nice Cheyenne would be good right now. Can we do the bracket? Can we kick off the second hour with the bracket? Yeah, we can do that. All right, cool. So what else you got? So, so if we're gonna, you know, kind of feed off the uh, Kittle thing, did you guys watch the Patriots Chiefs game? I did. Yes, I did. It it was kind of refreshing to watch the referees screw over (laughs) New England. (laughs) Oh. Because they, they shafted them twice bad. Yeah. They they got them twice. They also shafted the, the Dolphins this week. Did they? They didn't call a single pass interference called the whole game. And then on the final drive, which ended up being the game-winning field goal for the Jets. Was it the Jets that kicked the game-winning field goal, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, they didn't throw a They didn't throw a penalty flag on the on the, the fourth down play. Because they got, Darnold got sacked, and it was fourth and forever. And they didn't throw a flag. And then all of a sudden, they, there was a, a timeout, and then the refs walked on the field and was like, the call was overturned from New York as pass interference. No flag. I, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. watch the game. I probably got pretty heated, though, if I saw that. I would just, the old, As a Dolphins fan, the only thing I want to do is beat the Jets twice. Like, that's and there was like, but there were plays in the game where like the, like Devontae Parker got pulled down with, when he was trying to go for a pass, got grabbed by the inside collar of his jersey and pulled down. There was a play where uh, Roby Coleman was like, he was like hit in the side of the helmet, like with by another by a Dolphins player's shoulder before he could get a chance. To make, like, the, was it Roby, not Roby Coleman? Um, uh, Rob, Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Oh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, they're all a bunch of fucking stupid people. Well, I was, I was just um, confused. <laughs> every NFL player is dumb. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but um, they uh, like they weren't calling any. Pass interference. They at were letting all. them play, and then all of a sudden, and then all, and then all of a sudden, New York decided that this was a penalty. What well, did you see? The th- I think it was in. This is why the eye in the sky is bullshit. Shouldn't exist. Dumb. I forget what game it was. Ruins the game. Um, Holler at your mother. But there was like a fake punt attempt with an obvious pass interference. But I guess you can't have pass interference on a I fake punt. I, I forget game which was. game it was. But I was reading about it this morning. Like it was a blatant pass interference. But they were like, "Oh, it was a fake punt," so that. Penalty doesn't exist. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I I I saw that, and I I had heard that once before, like uh, some time ago. But it wasn't it seems like something Harbaugh would pull. Yeah, it's like all right, we're punting. Everyone hold. <laughs> well, it's weird too because on that play, like you can't run out of bounds on your own. But if you're forced out, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's one of those weird, yeah. you know, the, the gunners or whatever. But very strange. And, but it, it was nice to see the pets right. get a little. Yeah, yeah. No love. <laughs> that was yeah. tough too because they had no challenges left. They so were out of challenges. Out of challenges. So he had a good like couple inches. Yeah, you, know, you saw blatantly saw some grass. And, and it's one of those things. I mean, again, I loved it because it was against New England. But they need to stop blowing plays dead. Yeah, on that. They, uh, just let that play out. Yeah. Gilmore should have a touchdown on that. I, I mean, for sure. I mean, he he picked that thing up running. <laughs> yeah. That. Just seamless was already running. No yeah. one's gonna catch him. Just let it go and then like figure it out afterwards. Because they punched that ball out of uh, Kelsey's hand. Yeah, but some good insight there, Kendall. No sympathy. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was cool to watch. Uh, I liked it. On the back end, though, you know, did you see that allegation about uh, the Patriots having some videotape going <laughs> yeah. on in the uh, Browns Bengals game? So they're cheating yeah. on the other side, so everything so, comes full circle, you know? I, I was cracking up when that came out today, when they're like, oh, they were recording the bangles. I'm like, 
Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> they don't if have a big advantage send, already. <laughs> send a camera guy to like Baltimore. Yeah. Like that's where you need to be. It's too obvious. That's too obvious. <laughs> Well, the Bengals are gearing up for 2021. Yeah. The Bengals are in for a rough game next week because the Patriots got to be coming out mad. They lost two oh, in yeah. a row. There's going to be some some damage done in Cincinnati. Imagine that, Cincinnati pulls it off. That'd be the best thing ever. That'd be the best thing of the yeah. season. No, the best thing ever would be is if Alshon Jeffrey returned a punt as time was expiring today. No, no, don't do that. That was one of the greatest games, comebacks ever in the history of all sports. It is, but it sucked. No, nah, it was awesome. <laughs> That was awful. It's around this time of year, too, right? It was, uh, like game it was week 17. It was, it was, yeah, week 17. It was right around Christmas. They had the Christmas lights on the scoreboard. Yeah. yeah. On the, yeah. Fuck Deshaun Jackson. Hope he never plays again. That's fucked up. That's like not wishing he's, injury. Yeah, he's you, hurt. Yeah, I just, just hope he doesn't he, play anymore. Why? Because of injury. I hate he's him. hurt. <laughs> he can retire and do whatever he wants. I just don't want him to play are you, anymore. Are you saying it because he celebrates Three Kings Day? Yeah. <laughs> Real, I don't hot, even know what that is. Hot issue. What is that? I you know what Three know. Kings Day is? I know what a holiday it's like a, It's a Hispanic holiday in January. It celebrates the Three Kings marching over to see Jesus in the manger. Oh. the three. You know the Three Kings at the manger scene? He doesn't celebrate that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know that. I'm not, he re- doesn't. I'm not religious. <laughs> well, it's a young Eli. No, that's Moe's. <laughs> but Eli gets a start tonight. Has a chance to go positive. Don't fake laugh at a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, best thing to do when that happens, don't even acknowledge it. No, I had to. <laughs> don't let it go, Kendall. Kendall, when you get home, I expect you to give her a swirly after a Taco Bell food. <laughs> oh my. Double swirly. Like, alright, it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I've let it <laughs> let it's it marinated. Fester. I've let it Uncle Festered long enough. Oh my god. So what do you guys think of the Browns? An Odell situation. I think it's a it. It's another media thing. I I don't think. It, me and Paul were actually talking on the way here. I can't imagine why he would want out of Cleveland. You didn't ride here with me. It, it's. They have no quarterback. That's why he wants out of Cleveland. <laughs> they need to draft another quarterback they, first round. They hired the wrong coach. They hired the wrong. Freddie Kitchens was the bad choice. He's he's the biggest head case on the team, and he's the head coach. You you can't have that. Um, you know, May- Mayfield regressed, but I I think that's because of the coaching hire. I know it was the, he was the offensive coordinator, but they they should have brought in either they should have stuck with what was it? Uh, Greg Williams. Greg Williams. I was going to say Waters. <laughs> I like that. I like Waters. <laughs> or or I think they should have brought in Arians, but it is what it is. When uh, Kitchens took over. Uh, middle of last season, though Baker Mayfield, his numbers that was Greg up. Williams. Oh, that was Greg Williams. And they, they let him walk, and he he's the coordinator. Where for the Jets or something? Oh, where, man, where's I he know the defensive? It's, um, it's the Jets. He's a defensive coordinator. Okay, but um, you know, I I think I I don't think Odell wants. He never out. wanted to go to Cleveland. Though. I I agree with that. I don't. He never wanted to leave New York, but I think he's he's playing in Cleveland with like his best friend in the world. He's playing hurt this year and the team the team yeah. underperformed. It's it's one of those things where even if he is saying to other teams come get me. I mean the media's going to and just misconstrue I mean that that could mean anything. It could mean anything. If he's talking to another be like come get I'm I'm going to go off today, come get me. You know it that. to me it it's just a a non-issue. I I don't think he wants out. 
I think that he wants better results and the team to play better, but I don't think he wants that of Cleveland. I knew from week one that he had a sports hernia injury because there was, there was a reporter there talking about his hip injury, and she was like, I think it's more of an abdomen injury. And I was like, oh, he has a sports hernia. His top speed is affected. Yeah. You know, his change of routes is affected. You know, he can't, like, pivot as fast. So, you know, I could see where the digression in numbers and then juice going off is just a benefactor of, you know, people are focusing on Odell. And then juice is healthy, too. So when he's coming out the slot, you know, he's just benefactoring off the fact that Odell's hurt and teams are like when they're going in they're making their game plan their defensive game plan around Odell you know and so Juice has just been living life like that you know just catching passes left and right so yeah well do you think there's any truth in because you know let's say Odell does have a history you know we'll call it whatever you want um maybe it's not as as public but do you do you think (laughs) There, there could be a shadow of doubt that, that there is some disinterest, you know? I, I really don't think so. Because, again, if, if this was a team that was playing to where maybe not, you know, what everyone thought they were going to be this year, but if they were just competitive every you know, and, and winning games, it, it's a non-issue. I, I don't – even if they were winning games and he had the same numbers, I, I don't think he, this would be – it's just anything that he says – people you know the report whatever just run with it and, and he's not well, the only he's not the only player like that i mean we've seen other player anytime they say anything it just gets it, it goes sideways and he he's a polarizing player you know he he likes being in the media it's yeah i, I think it's just being blown up he, he had that tweet that kind of like was pretty misleading what it was about like you don't know what tomorrow brings or something like that but he had to come out immediately and be like, hey, I'm not saying I don't want to be yeah. here. I'm not saying I don't. It's so just a tweet, man. I see where you're saying where, like, whatever he Everything says he is, yeah, is going to be. And it was that way for him, too, in New York. I mean, uh, besides this, the stupid Lil Wayne thing, everything he said would get blown out. And then, oh, he he doesn't want this. He, and it was all nonsense. It was all nonsense. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, I think the. Browns are definitely uh, having a regretful season. Yeah, I, I think they got to fire Kitchens. They they got to bring in a different coach. They're not going to do that. I know they're not, but I mean the the how many times can you fire a coach? But the the, the final factor. But here here's the difference. The final factor for me and Kitchens has to go is when he showed up to the second Steelers game after the whole helmet thing. With that stupid shirt that he wore. That for me right there was like, this guy's an idiot. You're supposed to be the head coach. You have to stop this stuff. And you're wearing, what did it say? Like Pittsburgh started it or something. Mm-hmm. That That's insane. That's insane to me. They started it. But, what he did in the afternoon. But it, but it doesn't matter. You're the head coach. You're, right. you're responsible yeah. for the 53 guys on your side of the field. And you're going to show up to a game after that whole incident happened Wearing a shirt saying, "Well, they started it." Yeah. That, that's that's absurd. Real it's quick, absurd. Snow Steelers fans are allowed to be, get mad at him for wearing that shirt. I just want that to be known. Mike Tomlin one time tripped a, a, a running yeah. a run from a Baltimore Ravens. So I don't want to hear Mike Tomlin's just as big of a snake in the world as everyone. But else. It, it's just it, it's stupid. Uh, he he's a bigger head case than anyone on that team could be. I mean, he's a bad play caller. At least the, I don't know what happened because last year their offense ran pretty well and he was the one calling plays. 
But they had a better offensive line. Yeah, but even still, even still, I mean, we we see players and teams get by. I mean, not with bad offensive line, but you know, you can adjust. And he's a guy that this year should have given up play calling, make a change, make the adjust. But the pride gets the, the Giants are in the same boat where Shermer will not give up play calling, and he's terrible at it. He he's bad. The Giants' offense is so predictable, it, it's it's horrible, and but they won't make the change. And, and ultimately, I mean, I think it's going to lead to Shermer being fired, and it should lead to Kitchens being fired, but we'll see what they do. Yeah, they just need a change, whatever it is. Something's not clicking, you know. Bill Coward of the Browns. <laughs> you won't go there. Why not, Kyle? Because he's happy being retired. Yeah, we'll see. He doesn't look like a Brown anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Brown. Well, he doesn't look like one. Yeah, but that can. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Big middle finger to you. God, use his own joke against him. He gets all mad. Giant. <laughs> when Ron Rivera takes over as a Giants coach next year, I wouldn't hate that. But I, I think How that. Uh, the, oh, uh, right, Get in the end zone. Come on. Get in the end zone. Who is that? Slayton. Slayton. He's been quietly good this year. Yeah. Slayton, Slayton, who was Slayton's that been a fight. behind the helm? You know. Good, good flex receiver. If you're in like a twelve man. 16-man league. Get Goddard going, baby. I just need Wentz to do something. He fumbled the first possession. I was like, oh, goodness. If I lose because I started Wentz over Breeze, I'm going to be pretty upset. (laughs) Yikes. That's been my, you know, entire season. (laughs) Playing Wentz and Garoppolo. And I should have played Garoppolo all year. But, can't change it. Ninth place, here I come. Ninth place. Well, Kendall, you won our league one year. That's right. What'd you get? Nothing. (laughs) Now there's trophies and cash flow. It's pretty cool. There's no cash flow. We stopped that after no one paid the first time. No, we tried to cash flow every year. Just no one ever paid. Yeah, I ended up dishing out all the money. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Real quick. Can we just talk about how bad the Texans were? Wow, yeah. Lit up by a rookie quarterback. Another thing that Mock benefited from. Did I? Who'd they oh, play? no, that was GSWD. Never mind. That was, I finished last, so it doesn't matter. My last ditch effort was I wasn't going to play the Bears defense just in case the Cowboys had a vendetta, so I started Houston's defense. Oh, that's I did that also, per recommendation of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought, okay? <laughs> Do you have, who are the San Francisco running backs you have? All Coleman, Mostert, and Breida. Uh, I didn't know you had Mostert. I would have told you to start him. You didn't, though. Well, I said I had all the running backs. But yeah, but I didn't think you had Mostert. You usually play all three of them. <laughs> if I could. I thought you didn't take all the Chargers this year. At what, po- at what point are you going to start realizing that like you're bad at fantasy? It's all luck, man. It's, it's not, not it's all, all luck. luck. It's all luck. <laughs> it's not all luck. So I won the first year. Picked the guys I liked. Yeah, Here, but you didn't pick thing, three no, guys from the same team. Yeah, here's the thing. I control all of the running. I, I half agree they are with you. They second in the league in rushing attempts, but like when Coleman's dropping goose eggs every couple games. Yeah, but here, but I, I half other, agree with you, Kendall. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Real quick. Sorry, Mike. Before we get into this, this uh, besides the steroid argument, this is the most visited argument on this show. And we'll get there, Kyle. I know you're getting in. <laughs> he is. But anyway, um, but it's just like Kendall's attitude. This is, what, this is why it can't all be luck. Because this is this is a skill thing, not a luck thing. 
where if I start all three running backs, I have all the running and running back receptions that they get. That's great. If everyone gets two receptions for 15 yards and they combine for 150 <laughs> yards, that means that you have three guys that didn't put up 100 yards, three guys that had two catches. You got eight points per guy. He's like, I'll take that. It's pretty good. Well, that's why I left. Because for the longest time, there was like three weeks, Kendall was trying to work a trade with me for DJ Chark. And he's like, listen, I want the Jacksonville one-two punch. I was like, what? Why? It would have been cool. <laughs> but I do. I, I half agree with you that a lot of fantasy comes down to luck. Who's going to it, touchdown for the Giants? Uh, Darius Slayton. But it, it, it does. It comes, you know, one guy can... That no one really knew about could blow up, and then everyone picks him up. Hey, he's going to do it again, and he doesn't catch another pass all year. It, it's there is Terry a lot. McLaurin. There is a lot of luck in it, but there is also logic <laughs> some, dictates some logic. Logic dictates certain things. However, the the opinion that someone random can't go off, and and there being no reason for it, and that I will not accept. No, the, 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 no one except for Kyle makes that argument to you. It's just the, the the point is is that it, it is illogically and unskilled to play three running backs from the same so it was fucking re- team. It was really like, I just picked up Mostert, uh, but I was playing two, which for is hilarious because he's the one that went off. Right, um, but, but Kendall, you do this every year. You've done, and, it, and I will continue it. to. <laughs> that that will last. But the thing is, well, second to last. Um, from now on, <laughs> what we're going to start doing is, is if you don't make the playoffs. You wear a dress. No, you. you have, <laughs> Come on, I do that anyway. You have to dump out a thirty oh. rack of beer. <laughs> I will not you have do to that. dump it out. But here's the thing: the best part is, is Kendall's going to have to watch five other guys dump out thirty racks of beers too. It's not like I picked like a scrub running team. It's not like I picked, let's say, I don't know, uh, the, the Lions running, you know, situation. Well, I, for I, most I, of the year, but, it would have been but better. A, but a uh, scrub running. But if you did the whole thing on a scrub running team, I think it would have been better than if you picked a team that had good running backs, because. When you have good running backs, they either completely share the load, which, yeah, it's great in theory if each guy is going to get 70 yards, but that's only seven points. Like, that's not a productive day in terms of fantasy. It's productive in terms of the team. At the end of the day. But, like, you're better off picking, like, you're, you're better off picking, like, Kamara and Latavius Murray. Right, but I didn't have that option. But but here's the thing. And, then draft and is, better. But I, I I was the eighth guy to pick. All the good running backs are off the board. So then don't Dalvin take Brito. I, I got Brito really late. Who, so then, but uh, still, why would you start all the same Dalvin running backs? Dalvin Cook was going second round in most yeah. drafts. You know, it's funny. Me, me and uh, Kendall, not too long ago, were looking back at our draft. And it's funny when you just look at it and you're like, damn. You know, this guy was here and, you know, just to see, like, where you missed – or where you found value. Calling the mess. Somebody was here like, oh shit. <laughs> Welcome to... Uh, get take the plug out. Take the plug out. <laughs> They're calling. Mass, you there? Yes, I am. Jared Goff sucks. <laughs> That's all right. Are you in a bathroom? Are you in the tub? No. It sounds like you're drinking something though. What do you That'd have? be pretty cool though. Live from the tub. Can you get it's in the Monday tub? Night Live? <laughs> I, I, live I from can. the tub. It's Massy Live. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, Alshon Jeffrey's open. Mass's momentous soak. Gross. <laughs> I was going to say. Holden. Oh. I was say, the, the quarterback's running around. There's, there's holding somewhere. Yeah. But even still, let the play stand. It wasn't Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> nope. 
You know what's funny? I haven't seen him. Is he even playing? Yeah, he was out there before. Mass, you going to talk or what? What do you want me to say? You guys are talking about the game. You Skyped into us. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, in the rules of phones, you don't call someone and then not say anything. (laughs) Okay. Well, technically, Kevin called me, so. Are you drinking anything? I thought I heard you have a beverage. Beverage. I I am not drinking anything right now. He's drinking his tub water. (laughs) Want to get a drink something? Massey ramen. Yeah. You going to drink the ramen? Yeah. Yeah. No noodles, just the broth. Oh, God. (laughs) See, I do it the opposite. When I make ramen, I straight up. Tough look. Oh, I don't get happy about injuries. I'm not. You just smiled. I was showing you. You smiled. I was showing you. Bullshit, you smiled. (laughs) I was showing you. You smiled. Showed him with a smirk. This is exactly what you did. This is exactly what you did. (laughs) I was showing you. You smiled. I don't know. That was was pretty revealing, that uh, expression. Oh, no contact, too. Oh, he's done. He's done for the rest. That is tough. All right, Dallas Goddard, it's your turn, buddy. That sucks. Oh, well. Now we can just hope for Saquon to get into a fatal car accident. Here comes Jake Elliott just going to start launching (laughs) 50-yarders. I would like, maybe we could do it in the next hour. I would like to talk about fantasy for a little bit, kind of like people who were, or did you want want to wait until next year? Uh, I'm talking, here's some scrolling. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a personal foul there. Back to hating the Giants. What do you want to talk about? Well, we can wait till till next week. If like players who are surprises, guys who are disappointments, we can. Because I mean, do... we're going to, the, right now is fantasy playoffs, and you know, our league always runs a week later. But no, it doesn't. Usually, this is uh, usually fourteen is like the first playoff week. No, we we, we don't know. Not in our league. I'm saying like usually around. Well, that's if you're doing. That's if you do three rounds of playoffs. Oh. If you have twelve people, you have to start week fourteen. If you only have four people, if you're doing ten person league and you have six people making the playoffs, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I mean, one one big disappointment. I mean, Kamara, like he was going top three in pretty much every draft. He hasn't scored since week three. Like, yeah, no kidding. Like, I drafted him top three in almost all my leagues. Yeah, I mean, and like you got Latavius. My name is Murray. Chris Massey, and I have top three picks always. <laughs> Cutting into his workload. Like, he had the past four weeks, 13, 11, 11, 13 carries. Like, that's that's not workhorse, top three, you know, running back production. That's You should be giving that guy some more carries, you know, some more. I mean, he's getting his targets. If you're in PPR, like, he's, like, salvaging it a little bit. But still, like, and he got hurt a little bit, which when he that happened, Murray blew up. Like, he scored, like, a 30, 25. Like, he was he was blowing up. He's like, why wasn't, why wasn't Kamara doing that? <laughs> now, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we saw that even last year. I mean, Kamara was split in time with Ingram. He was just getting, you know, crazy receiving yards. and That's a team to do the one-two running back thing. <laughs> oh, I had that a couple of years ago. Ingram and Kamara, his rookie season or whatever. Phenomenal. It got me to the championship right there. Yeah, I was doing the last year with Lindsey and uh, <laughs> Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman. And they were pretty whatever. See, that's yeah, that's <laughs> another bad combo to go with dual running backs. So sucks. Yes, you know, you know I finished that year. Ninth, ninth place. Ninth place. <laughs> and I also had my burrito late in that year. <laughs> that running back. Do you duo. see the issue here? <laughs> no, I won't change my ways. 
One day it'll work. Maybe you stop taking a receiver in the first round and you reach for a running back a little bit. Well, I got stuck with the eighth pick. That's manageable. Eighth pick's manageable. I, well, I is took, it snake draft? You get the is, you get I, the twelfth pick coming back round. I took Jones and, and Allen. I did a draft this year where I had the tenth pick and then I found out it wasn't snake. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. That's, that's complete terrible. disadvantage. See, that, was, that was a thing too, Kendall, where um, that you suck. Well, no, you should have traded um, the eighth pick. Was this the league you traded Julio Jones? Yeah, Paul and I traded. Uh, but you also trade away Chris Carson to I Paul, not me to Kyle. I have him in one league, but but that's why you know there was there was probably a couple of moves that if you didn't make, you probably would have had better luck. Like Kevin Who would you get for Carson and Jones? We had a big trade where I gave him Carson Wentz oh and Philip Lindsay. Already, oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. But when the trade happened, Philip Lindsay like. Like, we're still running well, and it was coming off of last well, year. It was before thing. the season, um, but I remember Kyle's like, oh, I did it because, you know, he just needed a quarterback. Like, he didn't just totally shaft him. He had no quarterback. Oh, please, you fucking you snake your brother all the time. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Barkley for nothing. You could waiver a quarterback better than Wentz. And one thing, I traded for Barkley when he was hurt this year, Kyle. And who, who'd you give him? I gave up uh, Diggs, Hollywood Brown, and LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, you, you you fucking frisked him hard. Well, no, Pat needed receivers. You Bad. frisked him. And Barkley was hurt. Is it keeper? Just because someone needs receivers doesn't mean it. Uh, he gave me Julio Jones. He needed quarterbacks. He gave me Julio Jones. I gave him Uncle Rico. <laughs> no, but that was the thing. He needed receivers. So I gave him two receivers that were playing then for a guy that, I mean, I had Barkley on my bench for three weeks. Doesn't matter. You're not going to lose to Kyle in the, in the playoffs. Kyle yeah. makes it. Your brother's going to beat Eric. Pat. Pat, Eric, who gives a fuck? We're all the same person. I mean, I drank like 16 beers at the draft. <laughs> so it was just... That, that's where it got dicey. The end of the draft started getting get a little fuzzy. Yeah, I was just picking names that I thought were funny. <laughs> I screwed myself. See, that? that's the other side. Is Kendall always goes for the joke. Yep, and pays for it. <laughs> I wonder why my team's no good. But that, that's why, I mean, I used to try and go really heavy on receivers, but it, it's so much easier to find a wide receiver yeah. than it is to find a running back. Before the season started, like, top five running backs compared to the top five receivers, there was, like, an eight to ten point drop off from, yeah. like, five to 15 in running backs to five to 15 receivers. Like, there's, it's a passing league, you know, like, people, the, the, the wealth is going to be shared around between receivers. Like, you can always find a receiver. Always find one, yeah. Guys get hurt left and right, and but like the top running backs, like the workhorses, you don't see those, you know, a lot. Like McCaffrey, you know, I mean Carson a little, he's outside like the top ten right now in uh, fantasy, but like the like the workhorses are rare. A lot of teams are doing those two headed. Do the committees, yeah, do the committees. And if you pick James Conner this year, you didn't really get much out of him. Le'Veon Bell, yeah, he went very early. Yeah, you know, Conner. Connor's an interesting player because when he's on the field, he's really good, but he's almost never on the field. Yeah, he he's he. Oh boy! Oh, run you straight <laughs> bastard! <laughs> Eli just out here throwing dimes <laughs> in the rain. Oh, oh, he's gonna spike it. That's tough. <laughs> 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 it. Well, oh. forty-five in the second. Eli <laughs> spikes it. A veteran move right there. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. 
That's a veteran knowing the, the situation. They have all three of their timeouts. Hey, Peyton's there. Throw a touchdown. Boy. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Now imagine. Man, I should have played. They show, Eli, later, huh? they show Peyton leave the booth. Comes out with a jersey. I, <laughs> let me get the second half. <laughs> I'm going in. Do you think he could still do it? Uh no. His jersey says Manning Senior. Kyle, we saw him just limp through his last season. Hey, he won the Super Bowl. The Broncos won the Super Bowl. <laughs> he was a part of it. Yeah, he, he, he was, was doing conversion. everything he could to not win that game. <laughs> but he did. He did. Hey, you know, yeah. This is the guy that season that got benched midway through. I for forgot Brock this Osweiler. Guy here. Yeah, that's when Osweiler was great. He still is great. He's just waiting for his opportunity. Didn't he just retire? He did. <laughs> Ash, I forgot you were He's... even here, bro. Thanks, Kyle. Hey, not my fault. You didn't hey, speak did you draw for 35 a bath yet? minutes. Where are you? Are you in the living room? No, I'm upstairs in my computer room. Are you in the tub? Yes. You know, that's, how you know, computer. that's how you know he's made it when he can go from fucking Killingly to Stafford Springs to drop off a co-worker and then has a computer room in his house. Yeah. Get a fucking laptop. Sit on the couch. Is that more your jail room or just the computer room? That's his beater room. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the beater room. Ooh, mass cranking down. <laughs> it's not it, It's not sexual. It's just where he practices the beat it choreography to Michael Jackson song. <laughs> Imagine. I was thinking. I was thinking. You open the door, and be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> so steamy in here!" He's wearing the outfit of the the white guy with the leather jacket, <laughs> knife fighting himself in the mirror. The dog. Hey guys, I know I'm just saying this now, but I was right about Ryan Tannehill five years ago. Oh, called it five mock, years ago. But I don't. I'm not going to agree with Mock. Mock never said that you would say that. You know why? Because he laughed at Elshon Jeffrey's injury. We're on the way here. Nope. Don't deny no. that you laughed at it. <laughs> I, I didn't laugh. I smirked. Kendall? Kendall? Yeah, did he, did there he was show, a smirk. Did he show signs of happiness at an injury? His face did lit up. <laughs> yeah. We were on the way here, Kyle. Down goes And I said, we were talking about Tannehill, and I said, you watch. Kyle's going to be like, you know, I was right about him. I was. All right, it wouldn't be a Giants game without an Eli fumble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. Bats with the back of his head. Shit. <laughs> Peyton's sitting there like. Yep. I never did that till the playoffs. <laughs> like, there it is. Cooper. Cooper's right. drunk. <laughs> All in favor for dumping beer on Rebecca? Aye. 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 Kyle, could you please go get Throw the, it at her. Go get the 1.5 liters. <laughs> <laughs> Something heavy and brown. Wow, that was disgusting. <laughs> kind of. How about oh, that, uh, that other Manning? Who is that? You gotta that? have that, son. Come on, Golden. Just stupid name. Was it, is his name cool Archie? Well, that's the dad. The dad is Cooper's Archie. Older brother. No, no, no. There's, there's uh, the one kid of the in college. Sons. No, he's a freshman in high school. Starting. Oh varsity. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I forget. Varsity. Actually, his name might be Archie. I think it yeah. is Archie. But he's he's. I having three sons and then being like, you know what? You're the junior. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys never amounted to shit. Uh, but oh, he's he. I've heard he's better than any of the other Mannings at this point. Like Eli, yeah, Michael Peyton. Jordan Jr. was going to be better than his dad, and then he couldn't even get in the NBA. Yeah, he failed out of UCF. Sounded like a, a little grade issue then. <laughs> yeah, he just sucks. But he's he's oh, the guy in the white jersey. Shepherd. He started. Var- he started varsity. How does football work? <laughs> Where's the Steelers? Kick it to him. Which one of them is David Wright? He's playing in my in my heart. Go back. Go for it. Someone's crying. <laughs> Go for it. You got nothing to lose. 
That was a bad route. Should have caught it. Yeah, ball that probably shouldn't have been thrown. No, Eli lost me a point. Why for the fumble? Yep. <laughs> he didn't lose you anything. No, that was, you don't lose. A, there's no points lost to that. They recovered it. No, Souls, you like not in our league. You lose, oh, a, really? you lose a point for a fumble. To uh, you lose yeah, a point if they lose it. Uh, so you lose two if they. Well, we did that because there was a lot of griping about how we lose points for interceptions, but we don't gain anything for not throwing interceptions. That's a real thing that was presented. What? I had somebody come up to me. the completion. Somebody or... came up to me and was like, well, if they fumble it and get it back, why do they lose points? If he throws it and it's not an interception, he doesn't lose points. <laughs> and I was just like, Can I ask I who mean, said it? You're right. Probably you. It wasn't me. I don't know. You, between you and Jeff, <laughs> I, you, 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 can't, you can't do anything without getting a gripe about something between either Mock or Jeff on the fantasy layout. Now, Mock's going to say, his response, I didn't say anything this year. Jeff did. Next year, it'll be Mock. <laughs> I should get points for having most players on the same team. <laughs> you do. Game. You get points in the loss column. You're still oh. in ninth place. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Hey, maybe we should stop doing all these commercials. We'll be on the field. I hope we get a flat tire on the way home from the oh, Can you make Rebecca change it? Yeah. I don't want to go there. It's, it's wet out. <laughs> Kendall doesn't know how to change a tire. I do. Train tires don't count. <laughs> train train. <laughs> Real heavy lifting going on there. Hey, I gotta ask you a question. Remember, remember remind me. Right. Ask him now. You guys no, no, no. It's not an on there question. No, no, no. You have to. Nope. You well, have to. Do you guys want to take a break? Was, uh, break time, and then uh, get get some more beer and whatnot. Mass, you you'll still be on, so just you know, don't don't curse. You know. I do my absolute best, Ken. I'm joking. Please. Do whatever you want. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Uh, All right. I hope you get rabies. Right, Let's <laughs> take a break and we'll be back. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, Ken Live from New York. It's Saturday night. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Degenerates. All of them. Sums it up. All of them. Souls? Yep. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, take the reins. On today's topic, why steroiders should not be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, well, I don't believe in that, so. <laughs> all right, Mock, you're at your rebuttal? Well, they shouldn't be because they cheated. All right, Kyle? Really going to get into this right now? <laughs> All right. Mock, you take the reins on the argument that steroids, steroids makes the game more fun. Well, it doesn't. It's cheating. Kyle? All right. You know what? We're going to get into this. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So, Oh, Kyle, stop. I'm just kidding. In you. the year? In oh, the year? <laughs> in the year 19. It was a fortnight. Four I was born in 93. With Mark McGuire or Sammy Stokes It was a fortnight was since a we last seen a home run by a white man. That was the most exciting thing that baseball had gone for a long time. Kyle, you're right. I think but that speaks what? a lot. It's oh. fake. Let me tell you it's something. It's not fake. Let it's like reality so TV. But it's I think, it's, fake. I think fake. it speaks a lot that the most exciting thing that's happened in baseball history was cheating. That shows you how boring that game is. Okay, one, well, that's not true. Two. Super true. You just said it was the most exciting thing and it was cheating. You did. Okay. You they needed it. whatever. Just, they needed drugs to make the game exciting. Yeah. They just took now it. Now they just drugged the baseball. You don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see NHL people doing that. Barry Bond belongs in the Hall of Fame. One, because yes, yeah, steroids make you stronger, but it doesn't make your hand-eye coordination better. Yeah, Wellington Castillo. Knows. You're right, but you can hit it farther. Doesn't matter, dude. You literally had to freaking walk the guy to get him out. You know what I mean? Walk the guy. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You know exactly. Yeah, what I, mean. I know what you mean. 
and hit ball, hit intentional balls out of the park. Because he was that damn good. He was juiced up. He went from a stick to a stick. Well, never got convicted of it. One. Never got convicted <laughs> Two, of it. Two, it was tested proven. They never had him on it. They, he tested positive for it. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. Did Roger Clemens belong in? No, because he, he cheated. Belong in? He, he, no, because he cheated. He lied to... Uh, didn't he, what did he lie under oath or whatever? Yeah. Pettit, Pettit is the cool. only one that came back from it and was able to keep playing because he was the only one that was like, yes, I did it. I'm sorry. And he came back and kept playing. He's the only... Everyone else okay, tried to fight Before Roger Clemens Derek, took G- Derek Jr. cheated on a girl. Yeah, he, they all do that. Yeah, but he shouldn't be in then. That's adultery. That's against the law. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They weren't married. That's, That's true. A, he was never married. That's not Derek adultery. Jeter, yeah, he was. Yeah, Derek Jeter's married to being. A, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a lot of things to say about that man, but I'm not going to on the end. Roger They're Clemens was way. I met that guy and he was a dick. Was really good. Kyle, before the steroids. I agree with you. You're absolutely right. But guess what? He cheated. Maybe it was the whole Yankee team. But but he tainted his whole. So why? Thing. So you think the Yankees should keep that World Series because they cheated? The Yankees didn't cheat. They he did. did. He did. And you also had Giambi, who also took steroids. Correct? Was that when he was with the Yankees? Yeah. yeah. A-Rod might have been the first couple years on the Yankees. Yeah. So, therefore, your Yankees are cheaters. Kyle, but again. No, no, no. You, uh, Could you listen. Say, okay. You're, you're saying the organization. It's not an organization thing. It's players. It's players flying to a clinic in Miami to get injected with steroids. You don't know that's what happened. But uh, but I mean that that was the big thing. It was that that doctor in Miami that you know Conseco outed. Okay, first of all, Conseco's an ass. But but really, I mean, you, you're saying you know McGuire and Sosa. That, that was the most exciting thing in and ba- in, in ba- but it's all a lie. But it's not. It is. It's a lie. It's it was. Not. It's cheating. So a guy taking foot cream steroid. And gets eighty game suspension. Does he deserve that? I mean, here's the thing. It's a cream. I, I understand injection. that. I understand that. Crum. But it's if it's a banned thing and you know you can't have it, and you still use it, it I'm, I'm, it's cheating. It's against the your so, rules. Do so you agree with Golden Tate's suspension this year? I I agree with it because. But he took something that he didn't know he wasn't supposed to take. And then when, no, he found out, when he found out about it, stopped using it. And he, and he owned up. And, and that's the thing. And like, he still got suspended. Because at the end the of the day. The NFL was basically just like, hey, fuck you. You're not allowed to have kids. But get I, out of here. Again, you could, the, you could be women day, and get a less of a yeah. suspension. At the end of the day, you know, he, he wasn't taking, you know, HGH. But it, it was a banned substance. And, and that's it. It's the, the rules are there for a reason. You know, again, the Maguire Sosa thing. Yeah, it was exciting. But it's fake. It's fake. So you're saying that Bond shouldn't be able to have his record? I don't think so. Because he wouldn't have had it without him. But how do we know people back then didn't juice? They could have. I I don't know. But they again, definitely did. And today's today's world is so technologically advanced. People are probably still juice and just getting through with it. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I mean, Kyle, we, we've pulled up Bonds' numbers on the show before. Yeah. The the power numbers weren't there till the the steroids started. Yeah, wasn't he like a 2020 guy like stealing bags? Again. Again, Bonds probably still would have been one of the best to ever play, but he cheated. I I don't think he should have the record and I I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you you, when can, you make that big of a difference. You deserve to be in the Hall of Fame regardless of what you did. 
Yeah, but when your big difference was that you hit home runs, that not all he did, but it is not. It is no. He got intentionally walked a lot because he put the ball in play. But but that's right. Like he he was the power guy. He hit home run. He kind of he's has the all time home run record. Okay, but not all he was known for. He stole a lot of bases, even with the Giants, before he got older. He stole a lot of bases before all the Jews. <laughs> no, just before he got older. <laughs> and just before he gained fifty pounds. All that steroid retention. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, listen. Again, there's no denying his talent. He was a very talented player. He was a generational talent. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Cheated. He doesn't. Sammy Sosa does not. Why? He, Sammy yeah. Sosa was not that good. But but why? <laughs> he wasn't. He made... First of all, he sucked in the outfield. One. Okay. Okay. Two. Well, he, he was made, in the NL. Well, Barry, what so- about Barry? But Sammy, Sammy Sosa double-cheated. Yeah, he's a cork bat. He was a bat corker and a steroid <laughs> user and still couldn't hit as many home runs. <laughs> True. <coughs> and plus he was white, so he wasn't yeah. that good. Beat me too. Well, he he turned white. He, <laughs> once you go white. <laughs> he tried to use that camouflage. You never thing. go light bright. Not bad. bad. Something like that. And yeah, cut like I, I understand you know, you, you oppose it, and that's fine. There that's that's you know, you're entitled to your I, I think these guys cheated. They cheated. It gave them an advantage. Bond, Bonds wouldn't have the home run numbers without him. He wouldn't. Because he wasn't that home run guy before them. He was a great player. He was, a again, a generational talent. But he's not hitting 700 plus <coughs> without juicing. And, like, not with steroids. Like, it's not only just the power. It could help you with that longevity. Like, it could help recover. you, like, that's recover why pitchers faster. Do it. Yeah, that's why a lot of people do it. That's why I think it. this should be legal. They should be legal. I think so. Think about how much more fun the sport would be if. Think about how much more fun the the sport would be if Mike Trout played more than a third of a season. (laughs) He still has the best numbers in ball with a third of a season. Yeah, and so imagine if he played more than forty games. Give him some steroids. I mean, if you level level the playing field, like that's a different story. Everybody can use him, and what does it matter? Yeah. But then, then you look I back at everyone else prior. You're like, well, like if you go into the Hall of Fame and stuff, it's like, well, we didn't get to use steroids. You need a st- then if that would be true, you need a steroid Hall of Fame and like a legitimate Hall of Fame. You no, know? just make it oh. just just legalize it. Yeah, make everyone, it an option. But everyone like previous in the past years would be like, oh, like our numbers weren't as good. Like I wasn't using juice. Like I would have had better numbers if I w- if I was juiced up. You know, I wouldn't have. I would have played longer, you they, know, all they, this stuff. They could have. It was an option. <laughs> they just didn't cheat. Yeah. They just didn't do it. I think, you know, you legalize steroids, and then anyone who would have used them, you give them, like, $10,000. <laughs> who pays that? <laughs> Taxpayers. That's the, nothing. The, the doctors that, Listen, that sell the steroids. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shit bonus. <laughs> Listen, you can it's, make, a, it's an affordable option. <laughs> you can make a lot more money with a guaranteed contract if you're juiced up. Well, after the fact, you're retired. Like, oh, but what, I would have played longer. Well, you maybe you could have, but here's $10,000. <laughs> we need some inflation. Tax free. Be, I was going to say, it's free. at least got to be tax free. Yeah. No, it will be. And you get like Papa John's with it. Unlimited. <laughs> Papa that guy's a racist. Yeah. 30, uh, 30, was it 40 pieces in 30 days? Is that what the... 
something like that. I think his wife divorced him because of that interview. <laughs> She's See, like, you fucking admitted it. Not even impressive. I bet you. I bet you Kendall could eat forty pizzas in ten days. Yeah, I mean, first of all, that guy's a sellout. And you do four pizzas a day. Yeah, no problem. Largest. <laughs> I don't think you could. Are you talking personal pies? Well, personal think, pies, no problem. I think you. Could, I think you could do four frozen DiGiorno pizzas a day for ten straight days. I think so. What kind of Florida pizzas? Oh, that's like that's like ten, fifteen pounds. Yeah, I mean, my lifestyle would really change. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be sweating by the last pizza. But, like, uh, think about it. You wake up at five o'clock every day. You eat your DiGiorno. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some egg on that pizza? Like, hey, can someone preheat the oven? <laughs> 10, 11 o'clock, you have your next. 3 o'clock, and then by 7, 8, you have your last one, go to bed, repeat. That's, oh, that's, go to bed. that's nothing. Listen, I'd do it. I'd do it. I think that's what's I going that on right now. I need that $10,000 that you're talking about. It's <laughs> a lot of DiGiorno. It's a lot, a lot of, of stuff. My personal yeah. opinion on the whole steroid thing is this is only a, really an issue in Facebook. And to me, that just says something about the athletes that play baseball versus the athletes that play other sports. I mean, baseball is a different sport, you know, compared yeah. to all these other sports. You yeah, know? I, and that's why I don't think they should be called athletes. Whoa. <laughs> that's a low Look, blow. I'm going to be honest with that's you. I'm sorry. Blow. Yeah, okay, but David Wells couldn't play any other sport ever. Yeah, hey, he could have been an offensive lineman. Bullshit. Yeah, Those I... offensive linemen can move. Back they in can. that day, he could have been. No, he couldn't have. <laughs> No shot. I don't know how many people pitch perfect games though. Like he, he did one, you know. But, that's, but you're not you're not like a physically athletic person for pitching a perfect Baseball game. Is... You have an athletic you have athletic joints in your throwing arm. You have you have great hand eye coordination. You no, have you need great legs. depth perception. You need power in your legs if you're a picture a pitcher, especially. Yeah, maybe a little. Oh, no, hundred percent. If you're not throwing with your legs, then you're going to throw out your arm after a couple of years of your career. Uh, I think that an MLB pitcher uses about 10% of the amount of power that a running back uses in their legs. I mean, they're also not getting hit by, like, 300-plus linemen. Thank you. You're, yeah, it's not a contact sport. I don't know. Have you seen some people throwing a baseball? They look like idiots You just trying to throw a baseball, you know? It's, it's, it's a, a skill. I also have a skill against these pussies that fucking and I, and I say well, this. Skill doesn't I've match. been hit That's in the, the head with an 80-mile-an-hour fastball. You've been hit in the head by 80? I have. All right. Crack I, your helmet? No, I got hit, like, in the head. Like, oh. no helmet. Oh, shit. Alright. I, I hate these pussies that fucking wear these mouth guards after they get hit. Well, like, the ones that cover... Yeah, the... like, Stanton. Like, fuck him. That's, I hate that. Alright, but 80 is not 100 or, like, 90 plus. It doesn't matter. Like, you could break your jaw. I would, I would rather take I would rather take a 100 mile an hour fastball from the pitcher's mound to home plate to the chest twice than take a hockey puck to the chest once. I don't know. I've never played hockey. I can't. I well, can't let's... First of all, let's just throw this. Hockey pucks traveling from a really good slap shot person, probably between 75 and 85 miles per hour. So, significantly less speed. But a baseball is round. Hockey pucks are not. They have edges. And they hurt. And they cut very bad. Big time. It also makes it a much more compact strike area where the yeah, baseball plus two, like if, out. Yeah, if you watch slow-mo baseball videos where a guy's like hitting a baseball you can see the baseball giving like kind of like suctioning over the bat kind of before yeah, it explodes hockey up. Hockey pucks don't do that. Yeah, hockey, <laughs> hockey pucks don't do that. I mean, when, when you see like a baseball like hit like a backstop really hard, there's no white scuff. 
the the hockey rinks are littered with with like puck scuffs because there's no give. It just just skids off of it. Like a giant poop. I don't know. We're we're comparing apples and oranges here. Like no, no, we are we are comparing watermelons and. I mean, I'm not saying hockey players are some of the best best athletes in the world. You know, they do what normal athletes do, but on ice. But like. You know, baseball, you need a certain skill set. You know, not everybody has that. Skill That's doesn't what... necessarily translate to athleticism, though. I'm saying, like, baseball players are more, they're like carpenters. A really good one is hard to come by, and they're very good at what they do. Don't I really feel me. like we're getting into sex metaphors here now. Don't get me wrong. But what? we talk about carpenters there, guy. <laughs> well, carpentry is the sexiest trade. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's anyone. That was the best <laughs> village person. <laughs> Se- septic tank emptiers is definitely the sexiest. By all means. I agree. All right, so Kyle, what, what do we get in this bracket thing? I uh, we do it right now. All right, <laughs> knock it out. What is it? So, from two weeks ago, we did our coaches and who we thought was the best. Uh, so, out be of those real. winners, I did the coaches because Mike didn't do his homework. I was misled. I just want you guys to know that my coach, I did, the coach that I did personally was best at all. Nice. All right. The way you worded these, like we did our coaches and then we we said who was the best. It's just very, like, fifth-grade sexual. You know? So we took the four best, we put them into a bracket of each sport, and now we're going to fight them. We're all going to fight our coaches. Yeah, celebrity deathmatch style. Yes. Kendall took the, the day today to create the claymation figurines. But... Took some time. I'm really happy with the way it came out. No, you're not. You created the same person for everybody. Yeah, you made Gumby. <laughs> Gumby is the goat. What's the pony's name? Pokey. Pokey. And he's the goat. I take it back. Pokey's the goat. I was a Gumby for Halloween one year. Oh, yeah? Pokey is, cool. like, a goat, though. Like, pretty much. The closest yeah. thing to a goat. Yeah. Yeah. Bovine creature. So, so what Kyle was trying to say was we made a giant bracket. I said. 16, 16 names, four from every sport, and uh, we're going to make them do battle. Everyone's coming from their conference. I took the liberty of just cr- selecting what I thought was the four best NHL coaches since 2000, because I could have asked these guys to do it six years ago, and nobody would have came with a name. I would have got it. No, you wouldn't have. Matt Morrow. Thank you. My point exactly. Tell me I'm <laughs> wrong. You are. You're wrong. <laughs> I love when he makes that. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, uh, right. Gordon Bombay. Uh, the guy from the Goon. Whoever coached Miracle. Kurt Russell. There you go. <laughs> that was, that's like one of my least favorite sports movies of all time. I will say that it, it is kind of like hokey, I guess would be the word. It's almost as bad as Remember the Titans. Schmalty is the word I'm looking for. That's Schmalty. barely a sports movie. That'd be cool. Which one? Remember the Titans? Yeah, no. that. It's barely a sports. Movie. Why would it be cool? So they can just both leave in the first drive? <laughs> hey, hey, James Conner's back. Oh, never mind. Spoke too soon. All right. So, uh, what do you guys want to start with? The guy. So, in the uh, the north north leftern uh, quadrant, there we got NBA. Um, <laughs> in the uppermost eastern quadrant, we got the NHL. In the south right quadrant, we've got the MLB. And then in the uh, the west bottom, we got NFL. So it's southeast there, Bob. I never said southeast. Well, I'm going with. Oh, just. <laughs> <laughs> it's MLS. <laughs> All right, so southeast is the MLB. So we got first up. If you guys feel like giving some. I know you guys don't remember what you said, but if you okay. guys feel like giving some stats to back up whatever, whatever. Uh, so uh, in the MLB, we have the number one seed, Bob Cox, going up against uh, Terry Francona. Four seed. Uh, Bobby Cox. Why? Uh, well, because the Atlanta Braves were like 
seven or eight like straight NL East. Eleven. Eleven even better champions and uh, 80, wow. 85 or greater uh, wins every year, I believe is the number, and uh, pretty remarkable. Yeah, plus, plus, they just landed a pretty nice pitcher for themselves. Come on, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I already bought the jersey. It's coming My from China. player of all time. You fucked me over. Bought it while I was shitting in the sheets. I went to the Rangers. So, I'm going Bobby Cox. I'm also going to say Bobby Cox. He just got a lot out of his team. And the reason why I think Andrew Jones was any good. Moxie washable. Bobby Cox. All right, so Bobby Cox, uh, we're we're up three nothing. So you, CJ, you could be the deciding voter here if you're going to go Bobby Cox. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Bobby Cox too. Okay, Mass, why don't you just say what everybody else said? All right, Bobby Cox. All right, I'm going to go with Terry Francona <laughs> because I'm writing it down. Terry Francona wins. <laughs> Sucks to be the guy without the pen. <laughs> All right, up next, uh, the two seed Joe Torre versus the three seed uh, Tony Larusa. This one's tough, Kendall. Why don't you let Kyle take the reins? <laughs> so, lead us. Uh, to me, I, I, I'm going to go with Tony Larusa, and I'm only saying that because he's always didn't have the team that the Yankees have, and he was consistent in the in the playoffs every year. Like he was the one that drafted Albert Pujols in the 13th round. He got he traded for Chris Carpenter, who was not anything special in Toronto, but turned him to an ace. You know, got Adam Wainwright on track. He turned a lot of those guys into superstars. See, I'm kind of in the Tony Russo uh, boat as well because his win loss record is insane, um, and he had like longevity. Whereas, you know, I think Tory's you know World Series span was kind of compressed from we'll call it '96 to '01 or whatever it is, and Larusa kind of had like a span where he won, I think over whatever eight seasons or whatever it was, and he he. Build a team up, and it would be different every time. So I, for me, I'm going to give it to Larusa. Joe Torre, rings, rings, rings. I'm going to have to say Joe Torre too. I mean, if you look at the players that he had, he had the he molded molded those guys like Derek Jeter, rookie in '95, and then comes out in '96. He had you know a young Mariano Rivera. You know, he was kind of the that guy, guy was old forever. Old forever. Yeah, <laughs> he came out of the womb at forty. <laughs> he always looked the same. We should check his birth certificate, but you know, he molded you know that core for dynasty. And if if Joe Torre wasn't at the helm and wasn't the guy leading that group, I don't know. I don't think it would be the same kind of team that they would have been for you know that whole decade. You know, so I'm gonna have to go Joe Torre. Mass. Joe Torre and uh, well. Kendall and Kyle are right. You know the consistency with getting into the playoffs like that. Well, that's a fan now. So, uh, Mock said it best: rings, 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 and he's the one out there wearing them. So, Derek Henry is go the story. stupidest ponytail in sports. I'm also going to go Joe Torre just because I want to see a nice one seed, two seed matchup for no other reason than that. So, you guys just want to round out baseball as a whole, or move on to another? Uh, yeah, another, another we'll round it out. All right, so it's uh, number one seed Bobby Cox versus the number two seed Joseph Torrey. Is it Joseph or Giuseppe? Joseline. To be honest, I don't know. Okay. Josephine. She's up. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know who she is. <laughs> oh, I mean, kind of, kind of a quick digression here. Eli just passed Big Ben for seventh 
all-time passing touchdowns. Right. Yeah, Ben will just take care of that week one next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's if he plays. He'll play. He'll be back. I think I'm going to go with Bobby Cox. He, the longevity was there. He was coaching since the 70s. You know, yeah, we're too bad we're talking about 2009. But. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. You know, for making it to where the Braves were with – they never had – they had Chipper Jones, and that was pretty much about it for a long time. And they just happened to keep winning and winning. I that, lied. That I, time that, that's a big time that, lie. Yeah, I mean, they, they had some pretty good players. <laughs> they had a good pitching you know staff. What? I forgot about that. Because Larusa lost, screw Bobby Cox. I'm going <laughs> that's the souls there for his fuck up. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joe Torre. Yeah. <laughs> now that Larusa's out, I'm out. I'm out on Cox. Get out of here. So, uh, so how many votes do we have for Torre so far? I say Torre. Torre. Yeah. I guess I, I, judging by that, you're also a Yankees fan. You're gonna say Tory? I, yeah, I'm a little biased here, but I'm I'm gonna. That's you know what's bullshit? Too. Your fucking face. I forgot. That Mass, are you also gonna Lavin say Tory? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Drink that tobacco. No, the pitching staff was insane. <laughs> who was my? Who was your closer? I Bob. No, nah, not Bobby Wagner. That was later. You know that, that's Ken, that's that's Kyle's uh, Achilles' heel heel for. Uh, for MLB, he always talks about how much he knows more about baseball than anybody else on the planet. But he can never remember who the closer was for any team. Always, <laughs> who was their closer? You know, I kind of liked it. Probably could have tobacco in my mouth. That uh, that was stupid. You yeah. just take another shot, then. Yeah, you fucking forgot. All right, uh, uh Mark, why don't you go up and pick the next quadrant? We're gonna move into uh, there. Which one did Kyle say? Bottom right, or bottom, bottom, yeah, bottom right, <laughs> top, top left, top left. Are right, we go to the NBA? All right, so we've got the uh, number I'm gonna, number one seed, uh, Phil Jackson. I don't like it anymore. Going up against the uh, number four <laughs> seed there, Eric Spolstra. Just some little statistical background to know NBA is not the strong suit for those those here. Uh, Why is Spolstra in this movie? Hold on now. Spolstra has com- consistently led his team to the playoffs and. Uh. Who who who, who would you have in the, as the fourth? I, I just I just don't like. Spolstra. If you were here for the names, you'd, you'd agree with us. All right. Well, I just don't like Spolstra. I just feel like I mean, when he won his championship, he had LeBron, he had Dean Wade. He already he always always had you know that superstar to lead the team. Like when LeBron was on, who he was coaching basically. Spolstra was just like the guy babysitting. Yeah, but the in team the last practice. five years, Spolstra is the reason why that team stayed relevant. Can you find Can you find me a team? That won. That, can you find me a head coach that won a championship and had zero superstar on their team in any sport? Uh, I'll wait. I mean, not. How long are you right. waiting? Yeah, I'll wait for the rest of the show. Now, nah, you, you, you guys want to, you guys I'm, can tag team this like the Bella Twins if you want. That's fine. But with me. like, you didn't have a superstar like LeBron, who was basically like a Bill Russell player coach. That guy. Yeah, but there's also guys like but, that that but, don't win. But LeBron James wasn't the player coach on that team. Eric Spolscher was the coach on that team. LeBron James didn't become the player coach until the Cavaliers decided, hey, we're going to go the, the Tyron Blue route. And he was just like, <laughs> you mean me? I got this. I got this. Why don't you guys get a little midget in here? A little midget in here. You can wear a suit and tie. Be my puppet. When I make some Nike shoes and some Sprite commercials. Yeah, now he's the assistant coach of the Clippers. Yeah, and LeBron's the assistant coach of the Lakers. Ha, ha, ha. All right. All right, so anyway, so it's Phil Jackson against Eric Spolstrom. Phil Jackson, five-time head co- uh, NBA head coach, championship winner. Phil. Five-time in 2000. Phil, rings, rings, rings. <laughs> that was copyrighted. <laughs> CJ, are you also taking Phil? Yeah, I'm taking yeah. Phil. Mass? You're not CJ, Mass. You're Chris. I've literally never fucking called you CJ. Don't start answering to that now. What's my name, man? I'm sorry, CJ. It's all right. 
I will literally drive the Rocky. We can call him JC and break your computer. Not me. All of them. <laughs> That's not me. I won't answer that. My uncle saved his life earlier today. Yeah, you did. Uncle Phil. Call uncle me Phil. slipping. Mass. Yes. What? What? Are you voting Phil Jackson? Yes. <laughs> did you know who the other yes, man was? All right, and then in the second no. part of the bracket, there also pretty much I guess could be a, I pretty much think this could be a clean sweep here. We have got the number three seed Doc Rivers going up against the uh, number two seed Greg Popovich. Popovich. Pops. Also, five-time NBA champion in the 2000s. So just so you guys know that, we're about 19 years into this century. Uh, the two guys that are about to move on won 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> pops. Yeah. I also say Pops. CJ? Uh, yeah, I go Pops. Michael? Pop, 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 pop. Kenny Tunkus? Pop, 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 pop. Kenny the Rat? Pop, pop. Chris, pop. <laughs> Chris, Chris the Masterpiece Massey? I like that. Kenny the Rat. Uh, yeah, going to go Pop. Can we start calling him the Masterpiece? Nah, I'd rather not. Wow, but it's so hilarious, hilariously ironic. I mean, he didn't know what that is. Well, I mean, he knows what a masterpiece is. He, he, he might not know what the wrestler of the masterpiece is, but he knows what a masterpiece is. Mass. What? If I told you that there was a wrestler named the masterpiece, what would you think his physique would look like? You think, <laughs> like, give me a, give me a quick breakdown. No, no, there's no funniness to it. Like, what do you think? It, it, oh, there's funniness. <laughs> is it ironic? No, no, because I, no, I kind of go feel with like your gut. No, go with your gut. It's 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 to sound like it's supposed to. I I feel like it's ironic, and he right. looks like. Would you think? Okay, would you think he'd be a fat lard, or do you think he looks like like a like a statue, like an Arnold? Oh, definitely, definitely like a fat lard. I just said it wasn't ironically four times. I don't know how many times you got to fucking say it. Mass, you're a fat lard. I'm well aware. That's why I thought it was ironic. All right, God, uh, CJ, why don't you go ahead and pick the next quadrant? We got uh we got South Left and we also have uh, Top East. Oh yeah, Phil Jackson versus Popovich. Sorry, Pops. Pops. I'm saying that because I like him more. How many How many NBA Finals did Popovich lose? One, two, one. Just one. the one to the Heat. Phil Jackson lost also just one to the Celtics. Tomato, tomato. Right. Yeah. So oh, that phrase doesn't really work there. So they're both so they're both five and one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with either one. I'm just going to say pops. I got to see him throughout his throughout the whole 2000s. I got to see what he did with you know benching his superstar and still winning with Boris Diaw and Rajah Bell. I'm going to say Phil because he won the first three with the same Lakers team and then won the next two with a completely different Lakers team. Realistically, Pop won the. I mean, not not taking anything away from his coaching, but he the same team. Yeah, yeah. He won the same team. It was the same team that won all of them. Pop, 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 pop. pop. <laughs> all right, so we got two pop. Yeah, all we right. We got CJ. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a real tough one. You're talking about a couple of all time great coaches right there, but one sucked. That's probably like probably one A and one B. Yeah, one A, one B. But I, I'm gonna have to go with Pop. You know. The long, I mean, both had longevity, but they just they run the same stuff like over and over. And but they the like, triangle baby the triangle As continues. It's something a little variation, you know. One guy runs the triangle, the other guy just pretty much drafts people from overseas. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go pop on this one. There's a pretty good story out there about Tim, uh, Popovich calling Tim Duncan and saying, "Hey, we drafted Manu Ginobili," and Tim Duncan went, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> and then that guy grabbed a bat out of midair. Yeah, that's why I'm going with Pop. He taught him that. He didn't. He He didn't teach him that. (laughs) Tony Parker taught him that, but then Tony Parker was pissed he didn't eat it. All right, we're going to release a bat. So we got three to one here. Are you going Pop or Phil? (sighs) 
You're gonna say Phil because you want you want to tie. No, because no, Mass still has to vote. Mass is gonna still vote. No, because I feel like, I feel like if there is a, a taint to fill to Mass, fuck this, I'm going down. <laughs> there's, a, there's a taint to fill, but it's not even because it was coaching. It's just the the the, the, the next thing of the late 2000. So you're gonna pick Popovich just because of one thing that happened with the Knicks. Like, I, I like, don't know. Maybe it's a, a you're also bias. a Rockets fan. So what, what do you even care? True. What bias is there? <laughs> You, you know, I'm tired of this whole Knicks thing with like the oh the fucking Phil Jackson. Like, like you guys would have still sucked. You would have just sucked a little less. No, and I don't disagree with that. I, I, oh, I don't know. Damn it, we're not the 15th seed. Now we're the 13th seed. Damn it, damn it, all the and hell. He drafted you Porzingis. Yeah. Everyone, I was a Knicks fan, and when we drafted Porzingis, no, everybody I was him. upset about that. <laughs> I was like, who? Why the hell are we doing this? I wanted the Sixers drafted him now. Why the fuck are we? I wanted him be Slovakian cornrow, but I think he didn't get over. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, Bead was not part of that draft. I think the Phil and Jackson was, thing would have went I'm different I'm <laughs> <been Oakley before. laughs> if the mellow fallout didn't happen. I think that left a lot of Knicks fans kind of bitter just, against Phil Jackson. Just signing Mello screwed us for years. You know, I never really liked Mello until I went to Portland. That's not true. You liked Denver Nuggets Mello. All right, you're fine. I didn't <laughs> like Jeff Mello. Kyle, I. <laughs> Say the Come on, thing. Kendall. Popovich. Oh, God. Such a home. All right, Matt. Well, how long do you want us to vamp for, you guy? It's irrelevant. But who do you say? I said Pop a while ago. Yeah, well, I didn't ask you then. Mass, you know. It was wide open. All right, CJ, we're going, uh, we going north right or are we going with uh, bottom west? Uh, we're going to go with NHL, so I could go to the bathroom because I know nothing about <laughs> NHL. Hey, you still got a Gee, vote, shocker. We brought on a guest who doesn't know hockey, so no- can we get Shane on here more? Oh, uh, well, we probably could. He just lives in Texas. All right, so I guess I guess I'll just do the voting on this one by myself. No, I got you, I'd like bro. to vote. Really? Because you named somebody that wouldn't even be in my top ten. Hey, is John Tortorella on there? No! Like vote for him. Let's talk about it. All right, number one seed is Joel Quinville. Jean-Claude. Who is 797, 452, and 249 in his career with a 76-52 playoff. Record and a three-time Stanley Cup champion versus the number four seed Claude Julian, who is seven sixty four nineteen and two forty six in his career, with a fifty seven forty playoff record and a one-time Stanley Cup champion. I vote Joel Quinville. That's all that matters. I would vote for Joel Quinville. I would vote as well. I think just a better stat package. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, does anybody care to guess who these two coaches are? Like, what teams are most noticed? Oh, Calgary Flames. No, the first one's the Blackhawks. Okay. And the other guy is definitely the Bruins. Well, got it. All right, this is a double or nothing. If you get it wrong, you have to drink five shots of private stock. If you get it right, you only have to drink three. Why do I lose? (laughs) That's just the name of the game. Kyle loses. What was the first team that Quinville coached for? Rangers. Nope. You know what? He said that with some confidence. I'm going to go Mass, who are you voting for? The Bruins guy. All right, ass ripper. All right, moving on to the second part of the bracket. Can you you tell me the answer? uh, St. Louis Blues. Thank you. Uh, At the two seed, we have Mike Babcock. Ooh, I like that name. Yep. He uh, has a... Coyotes. He coached for three teams uh, in the 2000s. He was uh, the coach of the uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Uh, for two seasons, he would the which he posted a 69, 62, 19, and fourteen record. 
with a 15 and 6 playoff record and a one time finals appearance. Kind of sounds like Gordon Bond based that. And then the uh, second tenure there movie. was in Detroit, where he went 786, 458, and 223 with a 67-56 playoff record. Uh, one finals win, one finals loss. And then uh, he's in Toronto currently with a 173, 133, 45 record, 8 and 12 in the playoffs. Going up against the number three seed, Daryl Sutter. Or, sorry, Brick Sutter. Daryl Sutter. Yeah. Daryl Sheets. Daryl Sutter, who was, uh, also did three, three tenures there. <laughs> There's a $10 there. bill there, Daniel. Sorry. Also, Brando. Brando. He also did three tenures there. His uh, first stint was with the San Jose Sharks, where he went 193, 167, 60, and 14, with a 18 and 24 record in the playoffs. In Calgary, he posted a 107, 73, 15, and 15 record, where he went 18 and 15 in the playoffs with a finals appearance. And then in L.A., went 225, 147, and 53, with a 42, 27 Playoff record and a two-time Stanley Cup champion. I've asked you a question. Can you not shit on me for it? Why are there four stats for one year and two, no. three for the other? Oh. No. Did, was Jerome Ingler there when he was there? Pronouns, pal. What? Who? The coach. That's the name of the coach. Which Daryl Sutter. <laughs> was he where? With the Flames. Who? Jerome Ingler. Okay, that's what I asked. Pronouns, pal. I did say Jerome Inkler. Does that sound like Vince I am genuinely curious about the stat thing that you said, though. Why were there somebody for one year? And I think it was like 2003 they took away ties in the NHL. Ah. Going with Babcock. In the NHL, at the, before that, you used to play overtime. And if the, if the uh, tie, score was tied there at the end of the overtime period, you all just you settled it in a tie manner. Then we, then we adapted the shootout. Gets it in the pen. <laughs> Got some good Norwegian ink over here. Pass on that. Straight from the source. Souls. I said Babcock. Mark. Babcock. You going Babcock or Sutter? Uh, Just pretend. I like Babcock. I like Goodcock, too. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> I've, always, I've always been a Sutter guy, so Sutter all the way. Fuck off. Massey? Babcock. Babcock. Coward. Was he, was he the one seed? Did I vote on the right guy? No, he was the two seed. seed. <laughs> All right. Did I vote on the Underdog. right Underdog. All right, so then we got the, the number two seed, Mike Babcock, versus the number one seed, Joel Quinville. 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 Babcock. Babcock. Fuck you. Mass? No, Souls. Quinville. Because you're waiting to fuck me, and I know it. Quinville. Mass? Quinville. Come yeah. on, we went on to the tie. Yeah, you the tie. Guess what? I would have decided because you guys don't know how. I know the next one. I don't want to say. All right, here we go. Here we go. We're moving on to the NFL. We saved the uh, worst for last. Uh, number one seed, Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots, going up against the number four seed, uh, Tripper Mike Tomlin, uh, coach of the Rapist Steelers. Uh, what do we got? Belichick. 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 Say, yeah. say, say it with your chest, Kendall. Who's the greatest coach of the 2000s? Say it with your chest. Oh, Bill Belichick, of course. Say it like you mean it. I mean it. Who no, do you Belichick. wish coached the Steelers for 2000 to 2000 oh, Jim now? Fisher. Bill Cower. Don't you say that. You wish it was Jeff Fisher. What you got over there? I would take Jeff Fisher. Ah, say what your chest and mean it. No. Say it. Say it or I will wish harm upon Saquon every night in my Sorry, prayers. No, but I'll do it in my prayers. It's Bill. Just do it in my prayers. Maybe yeah, you turtle it down here. What, what the Steelers fans say? Did you say Belichick? I did. I mean, he's better than Tomlin. All right. I mean, you know, Tomlin Belichick. didn't win a challenge for like 80 years. Whatever. Belichick. <laughs> Massey? Fins up, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd Belichick. <laughs> Fins up. <laughs> All right. 
Tomlin, what he's done this year though with with his squad. Yeah, he's not coach of the year though. We'll get into that in the hour All three. All right, that's we got. That's a whole another topic that Paul's fired up about. You little fucking think right over there. He's done some great stuff. With number the two squad. seed Tony Dungy versus the number three seed uh, Walrus Reed. Tony Dungy, Andy Reed, guys, awesome. Been to more Super Bowls than Tony Dungy. Yeah, it's also lost more than Tony Dungy. Actually, I don't think that's was Tony Dungy there. No, he retired right after that Super Bowl one, right? Uh, he may play one, but he didn't go there the second time, there, right? No. Andy Reid has more playoff appearances, more playoff appearances, more Super so Bowl wins. I might give it to Reid because for for two teams bringing you know to relative great success. I mean, I, I like Tony Dungy a lot, but this is kind of a, a shorter. Tony Dungy's uh, analysis skills really doink him down for me. Him and Rodney Harrison could probably suck a we're couple ta- legs. I thought we were talking about coaching, though. Well, yeah, well, you can't be a coach <laughs> without... Just carry over. Hey, hey, you can't pee until this is on. Oh, uh, man. I'll be quick. <laughs> Headphones on. <laughs> All right. If you open up another beer, you'll forget about it. Pop Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. What do we got? Dungy versus Reed. What do we got? What do I got, got Reed. Reed? Reed. Go with the offensive guru, Reed. I also say Reed. It doesn't matter, Souls, but say it. Dungy. Mass? Reed. Good for you. Good for you. Prove right. it. Belichick versus Reed. It was just really picking the inevitable loser here. I go Belichick. Belichick. Bill. Reed. Bill, Bill Nye. Bill, Bill. I'm Bill. curious as to what Reed's uh, record is against Belichick. Like 0-17. He won last night. 1-16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Belichick. Yeah, Bill. Screw Bill. All right, you guys want to talk about something else real quick, just so we can elongate those bracket, make it last a little longer. I would have to bail. <laughs> if, you, if, if you bail, we all get to punch you in the nuts. That's not a fair thing. <laughs> is life is life fair? Mock is life you know, fair you know in the terms? Aggravating about that whole thing. Is Rebecca life fair? Rebecca was like, "Is no. life fair in the terms of fence?" Oh, that's not nice. But I'm saying, is it? No, I didn't like. That. I'm not saying it's a shot at you. I'm saying, is it though? No. Kendall or Kyle is is life fair in the sense of Cole Hamels? Huh. No. CJ, is life fair in the sense of being a Knicks fan? <laughs> Knicks or Dolphins fan? No. Massey, is life fair in the way you look? God, that was nice. No. <laughs> Paul, is life fair in the family that you've chosen? No. It's not fair. So Kendall, you're not pissing. I, I got a bad. I don't body. care. Score on Rebecca. <laughs> All right, uh, Greg, Greg Popovich versus Bill Belichick. Whew. Bill, Bill, Pop, Bill, Pop. So you're gonna pick Andy Reid over Bill Belichick, but not Popovich over Bill Belichick? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going Pop. The Reid pick. So we got two Pops, two Bills. Mass. You said Bill. Uh, Bill. What is the unquestioned greatest coach? We were debating if Pop was. Well, I think there's still debate on whether Bill Belichick was the, is the greatest NFL coach of all time. There's still debate. In, in this list since the 2000s, Bill was the unquestioned greatest Rebecca, coach. Rebecca, Bill Belichick or Greg Popovich? You have to. If, if it's the answer, if you think he's the better coach, you have to. You never even heard of Greg Popovich. <laughs> I heard his last name. Isn't he the guy Sounds that does familiar. the wig out? <laughs> yeah, that's him. They look the same. So, Rebecca, who are you picking? All right. 
Alright, do Joel Quinville versus Joe Torrey. Wait, what was that first one? Was that hockey, hockey guy. guy? Yeah, hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him the hockey guy. Torrey. Quinville. Without a doubt. There's no bias in that. Joel Quinville took a team that was finishing second and worst in the, in the NHL and had the worst attendance record for fans possible and in two years turned it into sellout, sellout crowds that still stands to this day and turned him into a three-time Stanley Cup champion. So if we Seven-time Western Conference If we want to play devil's advocate, this is 2000s or better, and Torrey did his damage in the 90s. Quinville, and that's my bathroom pass. <laughs> oh, don't suck up to Paul. <laughs> Kyle, quick, make it to the bathroom. Go, 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 go. Grab me a beer. Kyle? Quinville. Ooh. CJ? I don't know. K- Kendall kind of got me on that. Uh... You can still be biased. It's okay. It's just I'm, Ken- I'm biased, but I'm going to have... When, when did that uh, attendance in the Stanley Cup... What what years? 2004 to 2013. 13. Okay. Are we talking... We're talking 2000 to now. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'll go Quinville, you know, because of what... Uh, like this guy. We finally brought on a good guest. Now nah, we've beca- always... Because of what Kendall said about, you know, Tory did do... He won, what, three championships in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Only won two in, in the 2000s, you know, so... All right. He got, he got the four. Sorry. Tori got four. four. 96, yeah. 98, 99, 2000. Mass? Uh, Quinville. All right, Quinville versus Belichick. Belichick. Quinville. Quinville. Belichick had a very long strand where he didn't win any Super Bowls. Very unimpressive. And he also lost to a six-seat Giants team. Super unimpressive. Yep. A, I enjoyed that win. No one cares. I care. You don't care. So the Super Bowl, Mock cried. This is a pussy. Oh Whatever, man. So what are, what are we going with? We've got two Belichicks. You said Belichick? Quinville. 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 Ooh, Quinville. Mass? Belichick. Reed? Kendall would say Belichick because he loves him. Who? Belichick versus Quinville. Belichick. Uh, I say Quinville. Oh. Rebecca? Quinville. Yeah. Yeah. No, we all need celebratory beer. It's it's wrong. This isn't correct, but oh Quinville, baby. Goodness. And there's our bracket. There it is. All right, what time is it? Perfect. 10.15. Let's go to a quick break rooney And uh, we'll be back shortly to talk about uh, Mike Tomlin not winning Coach of the Year. And uh, just kidding, Kyle. We're going to debate about Coach of the Year award, though. Maybe some other awards in there. And uh, we'll be back in uh, you know, maybe about uh, 160 seconds. And now... Back, Back to, getting to getting sports, sports with, with drunk, drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Oh man, the Raptors beat the Bulls. I need a private sock shop. I got you one first. Quick round the horn. What do you guys think? Yep. Right. I can kind of go for a cigarillo liquid, <laughs> tobacco flavored. Mm-hmm. Hold up, man. Man, that means I'm gonna do it. Oh, last. come on, no. Oh, good, good. First down, I can settle with that. Yeah, that means they have three three play action chances. Yes. To Goddard. To, I'll, I'll take that. I've got her scored. I'll take that. I just want to hear a kiss on the mouth. Oh. 
No, excuse me. I don't know how well you know Kyle, but Woo. you're about to. Kyle will afford himself Woo. a kiss in the mouth. <laughs> if he scores, I will give you all a kiss in the mouth. Kyle, I promise you, I would hit you in the ball so hard. I will cry. take that for a Goddard touchdown. No, we're talking. You're going to cry and bleed. That's Ooh, fine. Yeah. I will take that for a Goddard touchdown. And Kendall will have to dab you off. He will take that for a Goddard touchdown. <laughs> Man, Whoa. guess who's not catching that? <laughs> <laughs> Me. Come on, you gotta catch it. Three, two, one. Oh, good hands. Like, was she just prepared to let it fall? Oh, rushing touchdown. No. That place, baby. Um, Boston Scott. Ugh, the worst option. <laughs> Did Ty start him by any chance? Oh. Uh, Eli, no. let's get your shit together, my they're, homeboy. They're just gonna run it. Why? Yeah, Saquon's about to rip off an 80-yard touchdown. Why? And then Miles Sanders is going to rip off an 80-yard touchdown. <laughs> and the game's going to be over because they're just going to forfeit due to the tornado warnings. Do it? That sucks. What, what are you doing over there, Kendall? This is another bottle. Do you like it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting. Would you gift that to somebody? No, I, 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 I would, would drink it. I know you drink it, but would you gift it to somebody if you had like a hundred of them? I wouldn't put somebody oh, yeah. through that. What if you had ice spritz? Oh, I would never. I, mean, I would have all the ice spritz. So gross. <laughs> ice spritz was terrible. I just love you. He's so passionate. Uh, a disgusting <laughs> orange flavored champagne. I'll tell you the worst. The worst liquor infatuation that Kendall ever had, though, like in terms of like taste and quality, was the Bobby Abreu wine. That was terrible. I've never found it again. Uh, I mean, I, oh, I've seen bottles. Have you? Well, oh. why'd you tell me? Because <laughs> they're like $60 a bottle. No way. Yeah. Because well, they don't make them anymore. Yeah, they're collector's items now because they're not just out by the case for drunks. <laughs> <laughs> Be that as it may. I mean, honestly, the only thing worse than the Bobby Abreu wine was his stint with the Phillies. That's false. That was when he was the best. That's not true at all. <laughs> Nobody was. Just... <laughs> that didn't even sound real. Nobody was ever their best with the Phillies. Mike Schmidt. Raul Ibanez. Ooh, the flying squirrel. <laughs> Hamill's best years are ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shit on Kyle, let's talk about... Uh... Got some fire. He's got some fire. Fire! Fire! Yeah, my, last time I heard Mox say that, he said it in a, in a uh, stadium capacity of 40,000 <laughs> like, people. And he was just like, fire! I can't say that here. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Kyle, I heard that you made a phone call to Mike Mock stating a case for Mike Tomlin, coach of the year. Yeah. Please break down your reasoning. Um, is Mass back yet? Mass? Yep. <laughs> Fun! Yeah, I'm here! What's up? Sorry. Ben got hurt. Week two. They started off the season one and four. Then Con- Then they won, what, three or four straight? Then they I know it's your team, guy. Four and five. Then, Con- then Connor gets hurt. Win a couple more games. Then the whole Mason Rudolph thing happened. Juju gets hurt. Now they're sitting at eight and five, at the six seed, fighting for the five seed. I wouldn't hate Tomlin as coach of the year. You have Le'Veon and AB long gone. All their injuries. Pouncey was out for a little <sighs> bit. You know, you got Juju hurt. You got Big Ben. You're down to your third string quarterback. I love what he's done. I love what he's done with that squad. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not many coaches could. Not many coaches could. Absolutely, absolutely agree. He also took off. He also took over the play calling and defense. And the, look at their play, defense. Well, that has nothing to do with Tomlin. That has everything to do with the front office getting Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick's <laughs> been nice. Joe Hayden has like four or five picks. Three in the last two games. Yeah, 
two two last night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I know I have them in fantasy, so <laughs> I was just ruined. I was like, you know, it'd be nice to pick here, Joe Hayden pick. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice, Joe Hayden pick. So, the defense has definitely become the defense of. I'm not going to say old, but they're getting there. They're getting I, there. I, I can't get behind it. I I just can't see anybody other than Harborough or Shanahan winning it. Yeah, me neither. It, it, I wouldn't hate either of those. Picks Shanahan I, for me is hands down. If the if the 49ers win the one seed, if the 49ers win the one seed, hands down, coach of the year. If the Seahawks can manage to squeeze back in and win the play, win the division, I could see Pete Carroll being thrown around for discussion. But for me, it's got to be between Shanahan and Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Because the defense for Harbaugh was all but knocked out after free agency left them high and dry, and their defense has been as good as ever. And Lamar Jackson has been as has been thirty times better than anyone projected him to be. Mark Ingram has been light years above and beyond better, and they've been well coached. They haven't they haven't made mistakes. Shanahan took a team that won three games last year and has taken them to the number one seed. I'm a big Tomlin fan. You know, I, I, I'd be happy if Plus, he won. My, my other argument is all the, the win streak that we're talking about, cake schedule. Sorry. it's not. I'm not saying taking anything away from it. They should be in the playoffs. They've been winning the games. And, with, and anybody who knows, especially a Steelers fan, because you guys tend to play up and down to your opponents all the time every year, the games you're supposed to win are the games you need to win. Those are the games that get you in the playoffs. You can afford to lose a couple games to teams that should beat you, but you can't afford to lose multiple games to teams that you should be beating. And but for the most part, really, honestly, case schedule. You, you beat the Bengals twice. You beat the Browns once. The Browns aren't anything that they're supposed to be. You beat the Chargers. The Chargers have sucked all year. Rivers have sucked all year yeah. too. I mean, you guys beat. Who else have you played? You beat. You played Arizona. Right. I don't disagree. And I, I mean, I, I, I think I'm just saying. Like it's like. I do think situationally, I think it is very impressive what Tomlins did. However, I think the way the voting is done for. You know, coach of the, the year, the it, one, it plays to the you know the the hot team, the team of the moment, and nothing short of a the, Shanahan implosion of the 49ers is a shoe in for Shanahan. Of all your guys' wins, the two most impressive, the two most impressive wins, are probably the, the Chargers win. No, because you guys beat Brian Hoyer. Well, I mean, yes, you beat, I, I you agree. Beat, you beat Hoyer. Yeah, but I mean, that the Who's, team was you beat a contender. Hoyer and T.Y. Hilton wasn't playing. It was a contender for the moment. But you beat Hoyer without and no T.Y. Hilton. You you beat a contender that had T.Y. Hilton and Jacoby Brissett. That's like saying you beat the Chiefs, who were a contender, but they lost Mahomes and Hill. Are they still a contender without them? Well, I guess I just think that the teams that they beat were lesser than the Colts. Right, but the but but I'm saying, but you 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 beat Brian Hoyer. Like right. the Chargers, you still beat like Philip Rivers, who's a better quarterback than Brissett. Hasn't looked right. it, though. but he's still better. And, well, I guess I'm and Eckler's a better running back than what they've got, and they have a better defense than the Colts have. And then the other one's obviously the Rams. But outside of that, I mean, like I said, I mean, the Bills game will be huge. That'll be a big tell of what the Steelers are. Bills, quietly nice. For I also would not be opposed to McDermott winning it. He's they, They've been very – Josh Allen, the growth that he's had, you know, Cole Beasley, John Brown. Their defense has been phenomenal, too. The only thing that's going to keep the Bills, that's going to keep McDermott from winning it, is that they, they've lost to the teams that they should have lost to. Yeah. I mean, they have to still play the Steelers, but they, they got beat by the Ravens. 
and then they got. I mean, the Browns. They should have probably beat the Browns, but and they should have. They should have beat the Eagles. But like they lost to the Patriots. Well, the Eagle game. I don't really blame them. That was kind of like a really weird weather game. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying, but like, like you know, I mean, but like of all the teams they've played, the only two when it all comes down to it that are really going to matter are the Ravens and the Patriots, and they lost to them. For me, for for Tomlin to even be considered one, they have to make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, then I don't even. He shouldn't even be in the discussion. Injuries, I understand, but if they don't make the postseason, he should be. But it's out. just more than the injuries. It's losing your best wide receiver. Great, the Bell wasn't there last year. I'm not going to count Bell. You know, you're losing Connor for basically most of the season. You know, you make the change of quarterback because Rudolph wasn't playing well. Great, that. A lot of people saw Hodges playing better than Rudolph, especially in that Charger game. But it's just him making the right decisions this year, except, again, the wrong. Yeah. But we see this stuff happen all the time. Like, so, like, why shouldn't Sean Payton be considered coach of the year? He should be. But he's not going to be. And he, he, took, a, he took a team that lost Drew Brees to an undefeated record with a backup quarterback. Yeah, I agree. take Teddy Bridgewater over a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, it was, a ba- it was a backup quarterback, and was. Kamara was out for some of those. games. He was three of those games. And so I'm saying, but like, you know, but he's not going to be considered. I, I just, I, I will never buy into injuries being the reason a coach would win Coach of the Year. If the Steelers went out and, and and put up a 14 and two record without Ben Juju and Connor for the whole year, then sure, I'll give them Coach of the Year. But they're not putting together a 14 and two. They're going to win 10 games this year, probably. I, I, I know it's the shoulda, coulda, woulda part. All right, I know, go, but they're gonna win. That. They're gonna go ten and six, more than likely. If they don't, if they beat the Bills, they'll probably lose to the Ravens because the Ravens are still gonna be playing for something. Well, it depends. The Ravens are still gonna be playing for something. The Ravens aren't gonna. If rest the Patriots anybody. lose one game, they're not gonna have to play for shit. But you, who are you gonna rest? Mark Ingram? You can't rest Lamar Jackson. I, I don't think they. they You're gonna rest, rest somebody that has almost no playoff experience. Teams do. It doesn't matter. That's not what teams do. The, te- they, the teams if that they lock up the number one seed, they're going to the, rest. The teams that do it, the teams that rest the young guys, are the teams that lose. Yeah, all the time. Ravens so are guess, a tight And Jim Harbaugh is a lot better of a coach than the the, play, the teams that have rested their young starters and lost because of it. We saw it with the Rams. What was it? Two years ago. Yeah. I I don't think Lamar's going to rest at all. I mean, this you know I, I I've said it. I've talked I've talked to other tons of people about it. I I think the Rams have a wonderful team. I think they're a great team. I think they have a great secondary that come a long way. I think they have a great defensive front. I think they have an elite running back. They have a great receiving core. They have a good quarterback. They have a good coach. But at the end of the day, I think that their their quarterback folds under pressure and their coach is a micro over micromanages games. Yeah, and that's what caused them when they were the dominant team two years ago and then blew it right after the bye because. Oh, hey, we're going to rest all these guys. Oh, you mean all these guys that have never even like sniffed the postseason before? So I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be resting anybody. Not, not at all. I don't, I don't think so. I, Go- I Goff don't. is statistically one of the worst quarterbacks being under pressure. He's like bottom five in the league. You get, to, you, you, you get to Goff, and, and you've solved your offensive Absolutely. problems for the Rams. Just blitz four, four. I think Mass could even agree with that. You're good. You saw that live. Yeah, uh, you you put you, you, it's not pressure. You can't put pressure on. Them. You have to hit them. You have to mm-hmm. get not sacks, but you got to you got you have to have gotta defensive ends that can can actually physically get to him, even if he gets the ball up, and then he starts getting shaken up. There, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that when they get hit, it doesn't rattle them. 
I mean, when you start putting hits on guys, it, it changes their whole game. If there's that constant pressure, I mean, we see even with you know the the you know with the Brady's the when they start getting hit, the whole game changes. The only quarterbacks that aren't the only quarterbacks that are never affected by how much they're getting hit are the mobile ones because mm-hmm. they're used to getting hit. Yeah, the Lamar Jacksons, the Russell Wilsons, the Michael Vicks, the Randall Cunninghams. Those types of players... But even Ben, he was never affected. Yeah, but He wasn't those. affected earlier in his career. He's been affected by it later in his career. I think Ben I think Ben gets a little bit shakier now that he's not able to just, like, he can't shed move. off a defensive end and then rip off a 10-year run. He could still, still break a tackle now he, and drop No, he can, he can break a tackle, but now... The, 2000 and, the 2010 Ben Roethlisberger would break off... Would shed the Jared Allen sack and then break a 10-yard run after it. Now he's got to shed off the sack and then regather himself and figure out who's coming next. Yeah. So then that that shakes you up because you constantly feel like you're under duress. You feel like you're playing for your life, and and, and you know. But I, I just if it's, like I said, if the Steelers were, were winning, going to win the division and have 13, 14 wins, then yeah. But they're going to go ten and six probably. They easily could be in the division race right now. Well, I know it's a lot of what it could have what us. Yeah, but well, you can't you can't do that. I no, mean, no, I'm, I'm just saying. What it could, the Bears could be undefeated right now. Baltimore would have to hit a big wall for for that to be kind of a discussion, which is not out of the question. But well, no, he's talking about like if you had beaten the Seahawks and you. Oh well, no, yeah, the Seahawks game would have been a lock regardless. Well, but whatever though, I'm saying, but but you beat whoever. Forty Nine should have been a lock. You beat, but I mean. I mean, so it's not an argument, though. It's yeah, it's not. I'm an not argument. making I mean, an argument. No, no, I, I know, I know. I could sit here and all and all day and say that you know a, a missed two two missed field goals would have been the difference between the Bears being the wild the fourth the fifth seed and being absolutely as far out on the fringe as possible. But I, I just can't. I don't. I can't see Tomlin being the coach of the year, especially because the NFL is one of those sports where it's it, it, injuries are the the uh, the biggest part of the game. The NFL is it's completely derived off of co- overcoming adversity, and injuries is the biggest key of it. It's it's the it, it's the most contact sport there is, and it's part of it. It's always the next man up mentality. And while the Steelers, I agree with you, it, Mike Tomlin has definitely overcome a lot with the team offensively. He hasn't had to overcome anything defensively. The defense has been pristine. There's been yeah. nobody hurt. Can't lock that. You gotta lock them in. If if you guys had lost maybe Juju Ben. Bud Dupree and Joe Hayden, different story. Maybe but the defense Watt. is untouched. TJ Watt's been phenomenal, right? The, the, but, but, but I mean, but the, my point is that the defense has had has seen no, they have had no adversity to overcome. And they've added Fitzpatrick, right? And the, they just added something better. There was no yeah. adversity to overcome. It was just greatness to add to it. So it, it'd be different. Like, for example, if the, Matt Nagy was co- if the Bears were at a different record at this point in time, if the Bears were only a two-loss team. I would be more likely to consider him because the defense is the strongest part of that team, and they lost everybody. I think the only way that you know, there's a stronger argument for uh, Tomlin is, let's say the top teams really fall off pretty hard during this last stretch of games, and the Steelers win out. And I mean like a, a serious drop-off. But it, like, would it, it, would it, it wouldn't even matter. Well, I think it might if 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 the records did come out to be closer than they were. Like if you're if you're talking like, like say the Ravens lose out the rest of their games, if the Forty ers lose out the rest of their games, um, 
that would I mean in, in turn that would mean that the Seahawks would probably have to a a better record to win out if the Rams probably would have an improved record. I think that would make a case for. But I mean, you said you said it too. I think you know we didn't mention um, Saints. Sean Payne. Sean, Sean Payne. Payne. And Sean Payne has had a really good year, too, with everything we said, with Breeze going down, you know, Bridgewater coming in and playing undefeated. And we, we didn't mention... Who do you guys have he... left to play? Buffalo, Baltimore, and who? The Jets. The Jets. People were even talking, like, when Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater was going off, like, is Drew Breeze, like, a system quarterback and stuff? So that kind of just showed, proves the point, like, Sean Payne, like, what he can do, like, no matter who's... You know, under the helm or who's taking control. Payton's a great control. head coach. Phenomenal. Never been a doubt in my mind. And their defense has been something other that they haven't had. Like last year, their defense was one of the worst in the league, like giving up the most yards per game and everything. And they've done a complete 180, you know, with what they have going on on, on the defense. So it's, it's interesting. But it's also like you expect that from Peyton and like you expect right. that from Belichick and you expect that from a couple guys but when and like uh, like I think Tomlin's almost one of those guys that you like expect him to like the, the Steelers to be contending but like with Harbaugh and uh who, who's the 49ers Shanahan Shanahan yeah. like like those guys are more like all right like we didn't see that coming like the 49ers yeah we thought they'd be good yeah the ravens we thought they'd be good but we didn't think they'd be 10 and 2 good you know what i'm saying like it's it's that kind of stuff that like it catches you off guard on how well those teams would perform like no one thought lamar jackson would be like an mvp candidate you know and the 49ers would have like one of the best defenses in the league you know it's that kind of stuff that will put you like from the middle tier to being like considered for coach of the year. That's cute. I mean, I know last year Garoppolo got hurt and whatnot, but Fortnite they finished with three wins last year, right? I think so. two or well, three. Here's the thing: forget Garoppolo being knocked out. That has nothing. I mean, the, the emergence of Kittle obviously was huge, but the defense last year was a joke. No, I know, but well, what I mean is, again, it was a two-three win team that in a season is is the one seed. You know, like that's yeah, that is exactly. a drastic swing. You went from a the number two pick in the draft to the number one seed in a season. Right. That that's that's incredible. That's why I think he's has the strongest case. But I mean, to, to circle back just for a second, the credibility of the time of discussion is you know taking a, a offensively injured one in four team that many sports writers and the people that matter of the sports world wrote well, off. Us. Right. Well, and us too. You know, us being well, we matter. Well, we do matter. <laughs> and turning it to eight and five, and and that and that is impressive. Now we don't know how the Steelers season is going to finish. We, you know, as Kyle and I, we hope for the best. And I and I think you know that that at this time right now, week fourteen of this December 9th, that matters as a conversation. And and that's it. So will will he win? Well, perhaps not. But I, it is it is a noteworthy discussion. It definitely solidifies us fans and how good of a coach he is. Because at the beginning at the beginning of the year, I was one of those fans that said, you know what? I'm kinda tired of seeing Mike Tomlin. You know, he loses challenges, makes a lot of dumb plays, losing to all the bad team. He he does make a lot of weird decisions to like almost it almost looks like he's trying to lose games. And we and we saw it at the game we went to. We saw it last week when they went for the fake punt. But but it's not like they, they go up big 
and and they just or not even that they go up it just you know they're winning and he just tries to like get cute and too conservative and he does it a lot and I, again i mean it doesn't always bite him but we've seen a lot where it does and i, I mean I, my problem with tomlin is the only problem i've ever had with tomlin is that as much as we have seen the greatness from him in terms of winning games Tomlin is definitely more responsible for costing the Steelers games yeah. than like the players are. Like just just because like he's an aggressive coach and there's nothing to be wrong with that, but it's, you know, it's just it's something you got to be you get, as a front office you have to be willing to accept like hey, if we're going to ride with this guy and all the great things he's going to do, we have to be willing to take the publicity for all the shit he's going to cause. Like the problem is is that like we all like you know it might be Mike Tomlin's last year. Realistically, it probably wasn't. The Steelers do not fire coaches. Bill Coward retired. Only reason why he wasn't the coach. Yeah, how how many coaches have they had? Only had three. A, yeah, I was about to say they only have had like three coaches. Browns have had three coaches in the last five years. Yeah, you've only had three coaches all time. Since yeah. since the sixties or early seventies, when Chuck Knoll, Bill Coward, Mike Tomlin. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I'm no, just, I'm just saying. I missed the first part That's of the just crazy mind to think about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they've always had some sort of success. If you look at the Dolphins, like we've had, like we just filter them out like a revolving door, you know? Well, that, that's the thing, too. I mean, just devil's advocate. To say they don't do it isn't a reason to not do it. Right. Like, no, I, I, agree. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, because like, the cause... Giants were the same way. They, they didn't fire, but I mean, McAdoo had to go. <laughs> You know, the it's, it's is, just you see organizations that across all sports, you see organizations that there's certain organizations like Toronto, the Raptors, for example, that they know when enough is enough, and then you see teams like the Steelers who are just they hang on the what if factor. Toronto is like, okay, we have a great roster, we have great talent. Dwayne Casey's not getting us to the finals. Let's move on. They go out, they get Nick Nurse, take some. Granted, they got Kawhi Leonard. But coaches him to the NBA championship. Okay. Nick Nurse is still doing amazing things with what everyone is projected yeah. to be a non-playoff team this year after Kawhi left. He's doing a lot with Spicy P and Fred Van Vliet. And then you have the flip side of things where you have, like, the, the Steelers. I'm not saying this is specifically just the Steelers, but, like, okay, Tomlin consistently gets us to the playoffs. And after a while, because, I mean, when's the last time you guys went to the Super Bowl? 2010? Right? Yeah. And again, I'm not saying this is, it's just the seal. This is just the example we're working off of. I'm not shitting on the seals, but it's like, it, it almost builds this mantra that's like, all right, we're on nine years of playoff runs. I'm content with making the playoffs. No, as I, long I as my the co- same as thought. long as my coach is getting us to the playoffs, good with me. That's all I care about. Extra payday for everybody. We got to the playoffs. Well, it's it's like, all the matters. The NFL is much different than like the NBA. Because you see teams like go through coaches like water, and you can't really justify it. I, it's harder to break the playoffs in the NBA in, in the NFL than it is in the NBA. There's six teams compared to eight. It, um, I buy it. I buy what you're saying. If we're talking about the NFC, I will never buy that for the AFC. Our whole lives, the AFC has just been a fucking wide open door for four teams. Yeah, but like really, uh, but honestly, uh, up until th- up until this year, I mean, even, but even this year, it's really it's just it's the Patriots. It's always the Patriots, the Ravens, slash Steelers, 
Now it's the Chiefs. It was the Colts. That's what, but that's what it's been. I mean, the 2000s, it was Patriots, Steelers, Colts. Early 2000s, Patriots, Rams, Colts. Now, Patriots, Ravens, or sorry, Ravens, Patriots, Ravens, Colts, Patriots, Steelers, Colts. Now, then it was Patriots, Steelers, Chiefs. Now it's Patriots, Ravens, Chiefs. Like, it's just, there's, there's no adversity to it. I mean, you, you look at it, like, you look at the, the NFC, I mean, you have two teams. You, you have a team that, that has a record in the Seattle Seahawks that could be good enough for the third seed that at best is probably going to get the five seed. The NFC has been more competitive for the past 10 years than the AFC has been. And that, and, and the thing is, is the NFC, and that dates back to even in the early 2010s, you have seven, eight teams duking it out the last three games of the, of the season, just fucking fighting tooth and nail to get a playoff spot. And you have a whole division that's pretty much going to finish under 500. That's just how tough the NFC is. That happened when Seattle made the playoffs. I think that was the year Green Bay won the Super Bowl. Seattle made it to the playoffs with a sub-500 record. First team to ever do that. Yeah. But you had a whole division that was sub-500. And that year you had the Lions, Bears, Packers, the Giants, the Eagles, the the Cowboys. You had the Saints and the Falcons all fighting hard as shit for a playoff spot that year. With a whole division. You guys want to know a fun fact speaking of, you know, records and possibly not making the playoffs? It's possible for the Seattle Seahawks to uh, lose out, I think, two of their games right now and then lose out to or lose to the 49ers in the last week of the season. And if all the criteria are met, they'll miss the playoffs at 11 and 5. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing has been coming up about changing the seating. In NFL, I don't know. It, NFL already said they won't do it. That's right. It, there, there's no that would, be, that would be absurd for them to do that. I would be so pissed. It would I be would, the dumbest thing in the world. I would too, only because the the, the it's record, been this way forever. And when it's it's proven that it doesn't matter because when the year that the Seahawks went seven and nine, they beat they beat the Saints the Saints in the, in the wild card round. The Marshawn Lynch and uh, Tony Columbus forever. But I'm just saying, it, it, it would be Over. so. It, I would be more apt to the change if this was the first time that it ever happened but it's already happened and it happened almost a decade ago it's not like this is something that like oh we're on year two in a row now of a sub 500 team making the playoff no this happened a decade ago like sometimes shit just happens the only argument though isn't the sub 500 it's just the fact of a team with a that was worse making it over a team that was better but that argument has that's been no i know but that's been an argument for the past 20 years in the nba Happened Where you have you have seven you have six teams in the Western Conference that have better records than the six seed in the East that don't make the playoffs. It's just the way it is. I mean, if the it's the way it is. If the Giants win this game right now, the Cowboys are in the playoffs with the six and seven. Here's, here's, here's a question: my, right. if this, if, Is this considered a if, uh, upset if the Giants win? No. I just think the NFC East is horrible. The Eagles, yeah. the Eagles are bad. Carson Wentz sucks. Yeah, I started him. My fantasy well, season like, rides my gripe, on. <laughs> my gripe is, and I'll say I can say this, and I can say it in full full honesty because there's no biases on it. If there's if there's a Bears fan bitching about how we didn't make the playoffs, but the fucking you know six and ten Cowboys get to make it, all right. Well, you should have beat the Chargers, you should have beat the Eagles, and you should have beat the Raiders. You win those three games, and then that's not even a factor because you're probably tied with Green Bay for the division lead. So. It, it, I, I, there's no sympathy. There, there, yeah. Win your division. That's always goal one from kickoff week one. Win the division. 
after 16, 17 weeks, then it becomes Super Bowl. Win the division. Wild card is exactly what it says. It's a wild card. It's a shot in the dark. You don't have any guarantees. You win your division, you're guaranteed a playoff spot, and you're guaranteed a home game. The Seahawks, look, they might have a better record and they might be a better team, but they should have beat the 49ers and they should have beat the Rams. They beat the 49ers and they beat the Rams. Guess what? They did beat the 49ers. They did play them again. Whatever, but they should have beat the Rams. They should they should have won these games. I mean, you, you you win these games if you're an elite team. You win the you win the games. It's like you're supposed you, to win. it's like you said earlier. You win the games you're supposed to win. When you start, if lo- you're an elite team, then you're supposed to win those. Nobody's games. going to be pegging the Cowboys to be Super Bowl champs. But it's been this way forever. You win your division. You've won a playoff spot, <laughs> and you've won a chance to host a playoff game. That's well, look how at it's the look at the year that been. the Giants. Went in and the year the Giants beat the undefeated Patriots, they wanted as a six seed. Yep. The year that the Packers won the Super Bowl, they wanted as a five seed. That I didn't know. Yeah, that was the year the Bears won the division that year, and they beat the Bears in the NFC Championship game. I mean, I think the first time the Giants were the five, the second one they were the six. Whatever. No, I know. I'm just. Let me boast about my team. No, I'm just Eli saying. just had pitch of the century. Yeah, that that was a very funny play. I've never seen a flea flicker pitch. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Softball pitch. Yeah. Well, good on them for uh, getting a negative play on that. Let's go, Wentz. Give me a touchdown. Overtime would be nice. Yeah, but I, I, right. I the playoff so, seating, the play playoff receding would be absolutely I, fucking absurd. I don't think they should do it. I just know it's come up. You know, it comes up every off season and. The, it, it's, it's the same concept for everything when it comes to the NFL. The people that bitch the loudest are the ones are that the feel Saints that they fans. were wronged. <laughs> and also the Saints fans. Jesus Christ. I, it, I'm saying, it's like the Saints thing. We talked about it before. It's like we have 477,000 pass interference challenges and like two two over over changes. Two changes. I, I mean, I, I mean... On your point on that, I feel like there's a couple of them, like the DeAndre Hopkins a couple weeks ago. There's a couple of them where the, like it just looks better if the like the officials are correct on that. You know, it's it's tough when the officials have to go out and have to continuously say. But I, I'm going to say this: if the the NFL continues to do what they're doing, which is making everything, cha- I mean, pretty soon you're going to be able to challenge 12 men on the field. That's just the way it's going. Pretty soon you're going to be able to challenge 12 men on the field. Pretty soon you're going to be able to challenge official cleats. Like, that's just the way this NFL is going. And there's going to be so much bullshit that it's going to slow down games, and there's going to be so many fans that feel that their team was fucked by this reversed or non-reversed call. It's going to turn fans off, and we're going to see fans stop watching. Because they're going to be so frustrated. Yeah, and it slows down the game, too. I can't... Here's a prime example. Yesterday, I watched... Zero football. Zero NFL football. I can't anymore. I watch the Bears. I will watch a prime. Wa- sorry, not zero. I did watch a, the second half of the, the Rams-Seahawks game for fantasy investment. That's the only reason. Fantasy has saved but the that's NFL. Fantasy investment. Yeah. But it's like, I can't anymore. It's just too much bullshit. I the game is so slow and monotonous now because everything is just reviewable. I think uh, there's a lot of people, and especially in this room, can agree that when the we started watching football in the early 2000s, it was a really fun time to watch football. And you know what? Because it, it held back to a lot of rules and stuff that really didn't need to be changed. Like, 
there's stuff that they changed that I mean that didn't need to be changed. And I get it for player safety. I'm I'm not here like oh I want players injured, but it's an aggressive sport. Do you do you think that the wedge block on the kickoff needed to be changed? Do you think they needed to move up the kickoff position? I don't. But it's just like, stop dancing around what you want to do. Just fucking do it. You want to eliminate kickoffs altogether, then just do it. Stop eliminating run-ups. Stop eliminating overloading on fucking onside kicks. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of kickoffs. Okay, here's the deal. You're down 14 with two minutes to go. Stop making it impossible for teams to recover onside kicks. Just fucking tell them they can't do it. You you don't get the onside kick. You just don't get it. Your options options are either kicking it off and hoping for a three and out, or you get to take it from the one and do a 99-yard drive with no timeouts. Those are your options. Just get rid of the fucking kickoff. Stop dancing around it. They changed things that had no reason to be changed. The game game is turning into self-officiated football. We're going to have no more refs, and it's just going to be two coaches that are just saying, well, that was pass interference. See, a lot of it comes down to also is the fans. Like I mean, like you said, stuff happens, and then people gripe, and this, and then it it just drives the change, because people threaten this. You know, we're gonna ban the NFL. So so they make changes for the fans, and then then everybody hates. And we them. don't like them. You know, it, it's it, we we gotta. Uh, I think the change on the the being able to review pass interference is for the Saints specifically but it, you know? but it came out you know that was the big thing because there, you know it's we've just, talked about it on the show there's been games where this happened this just happened to be in the nfc championship and and it happens every and week. sure i mean you can look back and say this cost the saints the game but really no, it, didn't. it didn't it didn't they got the ball and breeze turned it over yeah and now again it it could have cost them the game it could have but it didn't but you didn't see the Rams pitching about any of the missed penalties. It happens because there were a lot. There's missed penalties all the time. It's just the NFL and the MLB are the worst. The NBA is doing it too. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's just terms. The NHL is just like it's the greatest. The institute. <laughs> it is the institute. One or two major rule changes, and they're for the better. Like they they instituted. Coaches have always been able to have a challenge in hockey on something, whether it was goaltender interference, whatever. Like a couple years ago, they instituted challenge the challenge of offsides, something that and you can only challenge offsides if it results in a goal. That's it. That's the only time you can challenge it. You can't challenge offsides if they have the puck in the offensive zone for sixty five minutes and are just killing clock. You can't do that. You can only challenge it if, if it results in a goal. That's it. Because it's a game changing moment. The NFL, you can challenge pass interference on a one yard screen pass where the guy got tackled. Oh, the running back was tackled. Oh, but there was there was pass interference. There was pass interference. Let's challenge it. Let's waste forty-five fucking minutes to challenge something to move the ball six yards. Well, then that has no effect on the game. The only the only difference, and, and the, again, devils that is is that that play could affect the game because you know why it doesn't sports. affect. It, but you know why it doesn't affect the game because constantly challenging it and you're seeing it this year. Guess what? Refs don't like being challenged any more than coach. They're not going to overturn it. Yeah, and even if they do overturn it because it turns out to be blatant, guess what they're going to do? They're going to stop calling pass interference. So now your player is going to be getting fucking face masked all game, not catching the ball. I'm not throwing the flag. not throwing it. I don't want to have to risk this being challenged and overturned. I don't want to look like the fool. And you're seeing it. The MLB is the big proponent of it. We need to get automatic pitch. We need to get pitch clocks to speed it up. We're going to have automatic pitch uh, umpires for balls and, and, and strikes and shit. Let's just ruin it. Get rid of the game. Get rid of it. 
if you're going to keep doing this shit to the NFL, the MLB, the NBA is doing it with coaches challenges in the NBA, are you fucking kidding me? Just televise a live season simulator of the NFL. Just put people in there, put the NFL stars in there, have it auto do a, a fantasy draft where you know Ninja hosts the Steelers and drafts for the Steelers and auto and just auto simulate the game. Just auto simulate it and see who wins the Super Bowl and give them a Lombardi after 25 minutes of simulating the season because it's a giant fucking joke. Human element has been a part of the sport and every sport forever. For fucking ever. We talked about it earlier with the steroid thing. Mm-hmm. CJ said, you know, guys would be pissed off that, you know, about their numbers because they didn't get to use how many how many people are going to throw gripes against a strike that was called a ball or vice versa that ended up costing them a World Series game if you have an automatic square from an umpire that determines exactly what's a ball and a strike. There's an automatic, there's a square that they, they put on with their fucking little lens that puts a little zone for the in the lens. The ball was not 55% or more inside of the zone, so it's a ball. There's no error. There's zero error. So what happens to all the guys that lost game three of the World Series and ultimately ended up losing the World Series in seven games because of that? Or, or whatever. That's true. It takes out all credibility. We see the, Kendall and I talk about the word stat changes. The number one reason, there's been arguments for it for over 15 years. If an NBA player passes, if Ben Simmons passes the ball. Oh. So, do you think it's a movie car? Are you in the driveway? Nope, I'm on the road. That's Kendall's car. Oh, that's just Kendall's car that's in there? All right, sorry. But we, we, talked about, we talked about it before. Fifteen years now, they've been talking about it. Kyle, 15 years, right? Correct. If Ben Simmons, you don't even know what I'm talking about. If Ben Simmons. <laughs> stat correction. No, it's not stat correction. If, if Ben Simmons passes the ball to Joel Embiid down low, and Joel Embiid goes up for a dunk and gets fouled and takes two free throws, if he makes both free throws, should it count as an assist? No. They talk about it. If he makes both, it's just it's just the same as if he made the two point. I agree, but I, I don't think it should. Right, but if they did that, assist stats would mean nothing. Yeah. They, they would mean nothing anymore. Well, would he have to make both or just hit one? No, he has to make both. Yeah, I mean, but still, it's, but it's, assist he stats didn't would mean nothing. Pass, he didn't assist on him scoring those free throws. But those, it's, they're just they're looking to just ruin everything. Yeah, every it, it's. Yeah, I mean, a human, human error does you come into you play. You don't see it in hockey, and you know why you don't see it in hockey. You want to know the real reason, in my opinion, why you don't see it in hockey versus these other sports? Because the rest of these sports are legitimately worldwide sports. <laughs> None of these other three sports are worldwide sports anymore. Baseball is big in three areas. Basketball's big in... I don't know. Basketball's up and coming. It's, it's Basketball... Big. China, really, it, the, the whole thing with China, it's, it's a big deal. But really, it's China, select European countries, and the United States. Hockey is huge in... All northern parts of Asia, it's huge in all European countries for the most part. It's huge in Canada. It's huge in the United States. It's played in South America. I mean, it, it, it's it's legitimately a worldwide sport where world or other countries have influence on what happens in our national league. Because our national league is an actual oxymoron of what it is. It's not a national league. It's an it's an international league because we have so many Canadian teams. It, you know. There's the Raptors in the NBA, so we, we get away with that. There's the Blue Jays in the MLB. 
we can get away with that. But there's fucking like eight hockey hockey teams in Canada. I, there's just so much more world jurisdiction that goes into how the game's played and what should happen. The NFL, it's completely jurisdicted on what 48 continental states think. That's it. That's true. And they're just the games are being ruined. The NFL's not fun to watch anymore. There's no more joy in it for me. Zero joy. Yeah, I, I, NFL, I, no fun league. I agree with that, you know, and uh, the big, what I was saying before is that fantasy has been a huge part in, like, what's kept up the NFL viewership. Like like you said yesterday, the only reason you watched the second half was fantasy implications. And you want to know something, too? I, I, I've said this before. Fantasy helps with viewership, but it ruins the game even further. Yeah, I mean, because you're rooting against, like, I'm rooting against you know the many, Dolphins. You know how many times I've watched Kyle sit there and cheer on, it, it could happen next, it could happen next week. Yeah. It happened, Kyle, Kyle will sit there, Kyle won't shit on the Bears yeah. if, if we're watching a Bears game. But Kyle will sit there all the time and be like, I hope the Bears win, but I hope Cooper goes for 150 and two touchdowns. So the Bears, you want them to lose, Kyle. Yeah. Like, that's what you fucking want. Yeah. I've, every single person at this table is guilty of it. Oh, absolutely. I was it was it's, the Dolphins-Steelers Monday night football game. I had the Steelers starting defense, and my buddy had the and this, uh, James Conner. And I'm rooting against my Finns, and I'm like, I need the Steelers to shut them out and James Conner <laughs> and to not do nothing. And that's why I don't really have relative success Didn't in go fantasy that well football, because I don't play quarter. people that play my team. No, I did not. <laughs> I don't play people that play my team. That's why I don't draft I won, division though. opponents, because I'll sit them twice a year. I do the same thing. I mean, I wouldn't draft Aaron Rodgers... More because I won't be able to play him twice versus my hatred for him. I don't draft any Patriots players. I never draft Julian Edelman. The only the just, only Patriots player I draft is Goskowski. This year, football was so ruined for me with all the rule changes that I actually I I had at least three games where I left somebody on my, on my team that either had a bye week or was out with injury. I just don't care. That was pretty good at that, but I don't care anymore. And, and honestly, I'm going to tell you guys, this, it's going to be the same. Ago. It's going to be the same thing next year. Kyle had to Kyle had to text me and tell me to change my lineup, otherwise Mock would have had a runaway win this week. Because I would I was just going to leave hurt people and, and whatever. I just it, it, it's ruined it for me. Fantasy doesn't even give me it doesn't even bring enjoyment into watching the game anymore. Um, when there's money on the line, I I, I well, I'm I mean, very invested I mean, in this Monday night game. You got to right put now. it into perspective too. I mean. Do do I I joke and bitch from time to time? But I don't care if I come in ninth place. It's I just like to play. It. In fact. I'm kind of bummed that it's going to end for me after yeah. this week because I, I enjoy playing it. it, it it's it's fun, and then I'm saying to you, I don't I don't pick other AFC East, uh, AFC North opponents. I don't pick Patriots. I don't really even pick Packers. I picked a Packer one time because I had a guy who was injured. I just wanted to fill a lineup. You picked Eddie Lacy with the first overall pick. <laughs> projected to be the best running back <laughs> by Yahoo Fantasy. By everyone. Yahoo Fantasy. By everyone. By Yahoo Fantasy. You know why? Because I was told to do as much research as I could, and I did. It was lied to. So, screw Kendall, you guys. again, for the 347th time, looking at what Yahoo ranked a player is not it research. Was not true. It was not to do with Yahoo. I looked everywhere. I had the first over pick for the first time ever, and I panicked, and I did everything that people said because that's what I was told to do. So, screw you guys. You guys can tell me nothing. The Three running part. backs, 49ers forever. <laughs> the best part about that is, I tell you, I give Kendall the credit because he, he rode with him. Over. He, he rode with him. Kyle, did you lose by a point? No, I'm done by two. Eli Manning has the ball. Yeah, they're just going to run it. Why would they do that? Because they're going to play for overtime and take the loss. I would take that. Uh, I just won 
my uh, fantasy playoff by one point. As long as Wentz doesn't turn the ball over. On <laughs> <laughs> which which could happen. Pick uh, six in overtime. That would be horrible. I would hate that. All right. So, see, I, I look at fantasy in a different way. Because, um, I, I mean, again, we were talking about it, Paul. Like, I, I want the Giants to win first and foremost. If the Giants win and I lose in fantasy, then whatever. But is that true, though? It, it is. But, but Okay, so let me ask you a question, then. In all seriousness, week 16, the Giants win, but you, you, lose, by, you lose by .1 points in the fantasy football championship. You're, well, fu- you're fine because the Giants I mean, won? Of course I'll be, like, bummed about it because it's a whole season worth of fantasy. But week in and week out, if the Giants win, that, that's my priority. I, I want to watch my team win games, but, but when they don't, fantasy supplements it. But see, but to me, that's even it makes it even worse because it's like, okay, wow, okay, the the Bears just fucking got blown out by the Chargers. Oh, and I'm losing by sixty in fantasy. Well, then yeah, that's it's, it's double kill. It. That's yeah. a bad Sunday. And winning in fantasy doesn't make the lo- the loss of your real team any better. I don't know with the, with the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> I feel a lot better when I win in fa- winning, I win a, winning a meaningless fantasy football championship softens your team not making the playoffs. Uh, yeah, when I win a couple hundred bucks, I would, I'll take that I over. Know. Dolphins haven't made the playoffs since we ran the Wildcats, so. I'm... <laughs> so uh, I'll take a couple hundred bucks over that. I've, That's a funny way to say I'm that. I'm different. I'm 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 also like different because like my team's not contending. I've also put aside the fact that the Dolphins are making uh, the play. You just see so many fucking things happen because of fantasy football. I fucking hate this player. Why? Oh, because you only put up four points in fantasy, and now I have a vendetta against him for life. Kyle oh, Rudolph, okay. fuck him. Kyle Rudolph. I mean, that, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. For no reason. Yeah, that's true. No, it's not for no reason. You hate Danny Amendola for that reason. Why well, I hate him because he's a Patriot. No, you didn't. That's not the reason he hated him. because you had 25 on your bench. Is, no, but listen, you know why I had to pick him? I never would have picked him. I picked the guy who you was picked injured. picked him because he was cute, huh? No, no, no. I, well, I mean, he's adorable. <laughs> who, but, who did you originally pick? I can't remember, but I mean, you know, 16 beers deep. And I, I picked a guy <laughs> who, put that out there. Who, who, was, guy who was hurt. Who, who was, was not going to play at all this year, I guess. Or Kyle, who was it? I guess. And, and I had an option. I either I either got to keep the guy who wasn't going to play or I got Danny Mendoza. That was the ultimatum I was given. So drop him. Kyle, you, 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 don't, you, Kyle, you don't drop the guys you pick. You gotta stay loyal. They have I drop a lot of guys. Gotta stay that That's right why you're in ninth place. <laughs> well, you guys are sellouts, all of you. Patriots acknowledge production crew inappropriately filmed field sideline of Bengals Browns and accept full responsibility. Oh wow! So, what? What source? Was to that? go back to the Espen. Eddie Lacy pick, Espen. That yeah. was the same season, Kendall. You were offered Antonio Brown for An- Eddie Lacy, and shot it down. And you know why? <laughs> And it's it's because so I have stu- to stick with my picks, <laughs> and it's stupid, but you have to stick with your guy. But what did you do with your first round <laughs> you pick this year? Traded him. Julio you gotta Jones. stick with your guy. No, 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 no. That was the first overall pick. Does it, does Wait, it make a still. difference? First overall yes. pick was Julio Jones. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, Years okay, ago, right. it was Eddie Lacy because, <laughs> because that was the guy who was projected to be I, the best. I understand that. So that that is the only implication to that being. So you would trade the second overall pick, but not the first overall pick. Correct. Correct. That's so you're an idiot. Blasphemous. You're 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 an idiot. That's you're doomed for ninth place forever. Because I already won it all. So screw you guys. <laughs> did you say it doesn't? Yes, I won the whole fucking thing. I didn't ever. I didn't once. See, did anybody else? Like did anybody else here ever see him raise up a trophy? 
<laughs> I didn't it was him. not awful. Did anybody else see him cash a check not. for some money? Who had the best fantasy season ever. And lost to Zach Stacy. Ever. Got I did, blown actually. out by Zach Stacy. I went 14-2. and two. My team went not bonkers that year. Kyle, are you serious, Kyle? Yeah. I had Peyton Manning the 55 touchdown. That's right. great. I had him too. That's great. And, and, that, and, and he lost to Zach Stacy. Blown out by Zach Stacy. Won the championship. Not blown out. You yeah, lost by over 25 points. It wasn't 25. It was, it, was. More, it was like 14. It was not. You well, lost then, to then Zach Stacy. Let's bring up the stat oh, I'd like to be reminded. My quarterback was Ben Roethlisberger because he put up 55 points, then 90 points. That was the year that he threw seven touchdowns and then like six touchdowns. <laughs> you know, after that 96-point performance, Kyle traded me, Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> for Ryan Matthews. <laughs> yeah, I was desperate for a running back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beer reviews. I had Tom Brady. The, with what you just said about the uh, Patriots said they filmed it, they said that they were doing it for behind-the-scenes web yeah. series do your job, and they, they, told, they got credentials from the Browns, but they were – did not inform the NFL or the Bengals, and they said that their uh, film crew inappropriately filmed the field from the press box. So that that's just a little tit for tat. That's on, Bill on being the, Bill, baby. <laughs> I need thirty yards, Eli. Can you give that to me? So they they technically on one side were allowed to be <laughs> filming, but they weren't be, allowed to be filming. It's be what great they were when filming. Eli throws a thirty yard pass and then fumbles it. <laughs> I, I hope not win. for a touchdown. Actually, if the game ends right now, I win, so I don't, I don't care. All right, peer review, Souls. Uh, Super Duper Double Citra was fantastic, as always. You know, I, I had something to say, and it was going to completely go against what I just said about wanting the Giants to win, because I just want Kyle to miss the playoffs <laughs> so bad. It was going to completely contradict what I just said. <laughs> Mox, I need 50. <laughs> uh, the Lizard King, I, I think it's all right. Um, you know, it's not the best beer I've had, but I, I give it a three star. I'd buy it. CJ? Uh, the Dogfish Head, American Beauty, Hazy Ripple. I mean, I like hazy beers. It's part of the Grateful Dead series. Is it really? Yeah, the Grateful Dead beers on it. Oh, Grateful Dead. All right. Oh, yeah, there we go. We got the logo right there. Yeah. I'm not a deadhead myself, but <laughs> I appreciate their music. <laughs> I mean, it, it was good. It was quality beer. You know, it definitely had that AZ. had some aromic, you know, hop components <coughs> to it. But I think I might have spent a little bit too much on the six-pack, you know, to be honest. So it was it was pretty solid. I'll give it like a 7.3. Wow, it's pretty high. We only go to five. <laughs> that was above and beyond then. Right. <laughs> Mass, did you enjoy a beverage? I did not. It's bath water. Can you give me a, a rating <laughs> on the beverage you didn't enjoy? Uh, we'll go... Five out of five, we'll get it again. Yeah. All right. Kendall? I had the Mugga Joe from Still Hill Brewery of Rock Hill, Connecticut. 8.2%. Coffee stout. I mean, I've had this beer 10 million times, and this is the first time I've had it. Would I, get, would I get it again? It's a very average... You've had it 10 million times, but this is the first time you've What had. I mean is, I've had a coffee stout... That's a Kendallism. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's right. one of those Kendall thinks he's funny things. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I didn't pick up what you put down, so... What do you guys think of the tobacco beer? Or tobacco uh, vodka? It's so good, I want it again. Uh, well, so would you put some money where your mouth is? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Kyle, Kyle, I took the liberty of soaking in unused snus pouch. You yeah, don't want that. Yeah. I want you to try it. I do not. No. Come on. Ew. It's unused. There's an unused snus pouch. That was yeah. nasty. I'm a psychopath. I'm quivering over just looking at it. Ugh. Oh, what if I put dipstick in that? Talk about it later. 
Ugh. It's time to put the shit pouches in your mouth. Do it, Noah. Noah, I poured one for myself. This one here. Dude, give me the fucking bottle, Kevin. Yeah, I had like had had some minty notes. Good thing you get. Know, that's just good thing you I get fifty points for game-winning odd. field goals. It is odd. Like, <laughs> it was very odd. Uh, I had I finished off with the American Beauty Hazy Ripple, uh, courtesy of CJ. Um, I, it, it was a serviceable IPA, like you know, seven percent. It's kind of crushable. Definitely crushable. I'd definitely would give it. I'd give it three out of five. I'd probably I'd get it again. I don't remember. I don't know what the price on it was. I guess it's like probably like twelve ninety nine a six pack. No, it was it was fifteen fifty. Oof, yeah, steep. that's what I was saying. I, I'll probably give it like a two and a half because of the price put yeah. into it. Because I'm like, hey, like if I'm paying fifteen fifty, I want some like bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. It was. Them. I've had some hazy like the Wally juice you by Wachusett. Like I think I'll put that over that, and I think the Wachusett's a little cheaper. So if you're gonna go with the hazy IPA, I'd go with the Wally juice from Wachusett. Uh, for a guy who's never been on the show, comes in with a top, like, you know, beer Better review. thing than you've ever done, Kevin. <laughs> I, I will say. I mean, I like everything. I didn't even understand what you said in your review. <laughs> well, I'm a drunkard. That's why. <laughs> I've had this beer a hundred times one time. Wow, hundred beers? Listen, I talk in rhythm and rhyme. The, yeah. The, the first beer I had was the, the uh, Bourbon County Grand Mon Cherry Stout. Goose Island, this year's uh, one of the flavored editions of the, the Bourbon County series. Uh, it was a home run. Uh, five stars. It had a little bit of velvety to it. It wasn't overly boozy, um, which is what I kind of feared. I thought it would be a little bit more of that barley wine style, which is very boozy on the first couple years. Um, this is definitely going to be an age-friendly beer. I'm glad I got seven of them. <laughs> um, dropped a lot of bones on Bourbon County this year. But, uh Yeah. It was it, it was just phenomenal. You could you could taste the cherry in it, and you could get that greeniness from that granola and oat. Like it was definitely like it had some body to it, but nothing over the top that kept it too heavy. It was actually almost kind of scary. It was kind of like light drinking, to be honest, um, at fourteen percent. But this will be a good one, probably. I would say after year three, once it gets up to about eighteen point nine percent, nineteen percent, somewhere in that range. I'm gonna have to the, try it out. The cherries will definitely come through. You have to find one like now. Now? Oh, yeah. In three years, this guy will probably go for about 65 bucks. Give it to God. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I actually liked it, and I'll probably save him for me. Don't give the beers to God. He's yeah, playing. We're just so, you don't want him drunk. Where can, where can people like CJ find us on social media? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's enjoying an extremely limited Bourbon County brand release beer or ruining your Sunday with fantasy football. Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. We're live here on PPRN on Spreaker. And uh, we've, we've kind of been talking about it on our social media pages, but uh, Lieb Sports Network is making a return. They're back. They're coming back in 2020. Um I'm not sure if they're still going to be on because they were on TuneIn. When the hell did we talk about this? I, I've been posting about it the last few days on on, face- uh, on Facebook. Why did I not see this? Um, oh, the, I blocked the uh, the podcast account. The guy that runs Lieb Nate is uh, bringing his station back come January, so we'll be we'll be in there with him, um, streaming on his channel. Nice. Well, here's the, the Maserati flew by. <laughs> But yeah, uh, check out the uh, the Peter Pino show Wednesday night, seven thirty to ten thirty. 
the rat, I'm sure, will be uh, running the board. So Pete's in California. So is he is he skyping in? I guess so. That's what uh, he said. That's what we're trying to figure that out. And the next week he's in Chicago. So uh, I guess I'll be running the board for the next two weeks. Is this Street Pete? Yeah. Street Pete, my boy. Yeah. I was wondering where he was. Hey, he's, he's training for his new job. Oh, um, what, what, he, what, he, what was he doing? He's doing something like... Uh, Dinosaurs. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> was he Ross Geller? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's I got this, appreciate that. That was a flexible answer. Thank you. This, Malcolm. this coffee company, he, he's going to be uh, in charge of repairing the machines. Okay. So, Starbucks? No. <laughs> that coffee company. Yeah. I'm a Dunkin' guy myself. Right? Me too. The ball. I don't go to any place. Where I can't I, afford Starbucks. I don't, to, I don't go to any place where they need to know my name for me to get a coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've applied for student loans with less information than I've had to give for Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So CJ, thank you for having us on. We hope to see you again. You were Absolutely. A, Thanks for having me. You guys. were a lovely yeah. guest. You came. Appreciate you were very knowledgeable. Um. And you gave great insight. Most of our guests tend Appreciate to not it. talk too much. Appreciate it was it. a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I had a blast. You know. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, I'll be on again. Yeah. Oh my god, what are you giving his look for? Such an ass kisser. He was so great. I hope he works for me on Saturday. I am working for him on Saturday. Yeah, (laughs) well, listen, our our, our Look, the best thing you can do, the best thing you can do is quit. I'm sorry, I'm getting out in a month. That's why our time is is numbered. It is numbered. Honestly, I'd get out sooner if you could. I would fuck him over. I need need the paycheck. If it sounds lame or. Anything. I mean, this is like my number one hire. Yeah, hey. Wow, fuck Kendall, you, Mock. Fuck, Kendall, fuck you, Mock. <laughs> fuck you, Mock. <laughs> and who was the other guy that was on two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Mike. 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 Fuck Mike. you, Mike. Mike. Fuck everybody. Kendall respond- Good for you, CJ. replied to my email in like less than 12 hours. He was like, hey, yeah, come in, please. Like, let's let's do this. You guys have to understand the situation is bigger than it's described. That's all I can say. Yeah. You're a rat fuck. Who was a douche since he got the promotion, and you <laughs> suck at fantasy. You have no skill. He does. He's not good at fantasy, from what I. And I've for heard, the first so. time in my Ninth life, place. I hope I hope Ninth bad place. things upon the Steelers because of you and not Kyle. Oh, well, I've never said anything mean What's about the Bears. What's fucked up? Kyle, Kyle deserves <laughs> all the hate. Blame it on Kyle at least. Yeah. But Kyle hates I've the always, Bears. I've so always rooted for the Bears. That's not true. If you go back and look at every Pickums. This guy's picking the Bears. Speaking of, hey, man, you first, should fill how, those out. Did you pick the uh, the Bears on the first Steelers trip we went on? We didn't do it, man. But would you have? No, I picked the, well, I the Steelers. Well, then you're not a real Steelers fan. Well, I mean, that, that, that is a ridiculous comparison. Yeah, I can't wait for Mock to bring home the Miller Highlight girl, Tim Tacker, and let his dog shit on it. You wait until you don't have any tires in your car. Seems excessive. I don't think you know how to change them. Ooh. <laughs> I'll show you. Throwback from the beginning of the show. <laughs> I can't Kendall doesn't know how to change time. I promise you it won't be quick, but I can do it. It'll well, take two <laughs> hours. <laughs> how do I jack up this car? Is this a car at all? <laughs> can you pick this up for me while I put this tire on? <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in to another live edition of Getting Sports with Drunks live on screen. Next week, we'll Mass, be... are you there? Yep. Excellent. You've been so quiet, I forgot you were even there. But uh, we'll be back next week, and then the week after that is our Christmas show, and then the week after that is the Drunkies. That's right. Are we doing eggnog again next in two weeks Listen, for Christmas? Yeah. We don't have yeah. And uh, actually, our Drunkie episode will feature a long overdue Thanksgiving shot that everyone will be partaking in. I, I recommend. All about I recommend CJ if you choose to come on another show hey, this calendar year. That's have, the show. I'll have you. I'll come back next week if you guys want me. 
More than welcome to come. CJ, I want you to understand something real quick. Yes, he's gonna he's gonna fight you because he's gonna gross you out. You do not want to be there for the Thanksgiving shot. Thanksgiving passed already, Massey. (laughs) No, we're doing it though. We're doing the Thanksgiving shot. What? What's the Thanksgiving shot? You know what Thanksgiving dinner consists of? Yeah, that in liquid form. Turkey, cranberry, stuffing. Yep, red wine and gin, all blended together. I'll do yeah. that. I like that. Sounds like some protein and some booze. Bring him on. Let me Let's tell you go. something. It like... doesn't taste very good. Pretty I'll, much, hey. pretty much, is gonna right. be a garbage can so between Mock and Matt. Do uh, we agree that you're gonna be on the show next week? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll come back. I'll come back. Matt, next no, week, Kyle, we're not doing this. I'm doing it. No, because you got. They will figure out, and Matt needs to hear it. It's, I will su- the text. it's subject to change, though. Don't announce it on the it air. Ain't gonna fucking it's change. subject to change. We're not going over it. We'll text it after. All it takes is you being sick or having to go to Burger King, and we won't be doing this segment. I will be. Burger King's all right. <laughs> or having I a- prefer <laughs> McDonald's over Burger King. Uh, all right. I wish we had another hour. Yeah, we'll that. debate the fast food That's industry. That's the king himself you're talking to. <laughs> uh, until next week, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. I'm Ojito. I'm CJ. And I'm the Red Baron. And we forgot Arr. about Mass, you asshole. Sorry, Mass. <laughs> until next week, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. <laughs> I'm CJ. Wait, what? You fucked this up again. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this one last time. It goes me, Mock. It's going to go Kyle. It's going to go CJ. Then it's going to go the Mask. Then it's going to go the Red Baron. Because this is the last time I'm doing this until next week. Because I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mock. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm Ojito. I'm CJ. Mask Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> the rat, the rat, the rat. <laughs> rat, man.